Hey, hi, how you doing? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles. We are at the Lucky Duck. Um, it's a uh, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. New guest. Mm-hmm. On to the next podcast, Miles. Uh, who do we have on today? You know, a lot of people don't know. It's actually sunny out. Ooh. Anyway, today's guest comes back to us from the old days of high school. He's actually one of the earliest adopters of At The Lucky Duck podcast. I'm sure he's listened to all of them. You might know him as the bass player in the hit band Taking Chance. Like our good friend Russell, he lives in Atlanta working as an athletic trainer. Someone once told me he's related to Abraham Lincoln. Not sure if it's true, though. Don't even think about 1v1ing him in Rocket League. This is Jordan. What's going on, guys? (laughs) What's up, buddy? Uh, It's Um, good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh... We're drinking some old fashions. Yeah. And uh, almost gone. <laughs> the second time we uh, have had old fashions on the show. Yeah, that's right. We felt it was appropriate to let you uh, have this one, even though it's already been done. Yeah. Let's we'll give it a good cheers yeah. to a good, uh, yeah. hopefully, it will be a good podcast. Yeah. Cheers, we're, guys. We're going to have to fill clanky, you up. Clanky, clanky. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. For all those audio listeners. Yeah, here's some good a- ASMR. That's pretty good. Clink. Catch us on YouTube, though. Am I right? Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on Hulu. Yeah. So about Jordan, yeah. I mean, he's our guest today. We don't need to talk about like, oh wow, you know, plug the podcast. Right? Jeez, I'm already, I'm already like a minute in. And I'm trying to plug our podcast. Exactly. So sad. So you flew in today. Nice. Uh, it is what the. Uh, one of the last weekends, or the last weekend in February. Yep. yep. It's a little snowy out in Colorado. We're going to do some snowboarding well, for you skiing because yeah. you're... I don't know how to snowboard. An idiot. Me either. It's still go, though. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I heard that uh, on average there's like, in the peak of the season, there's like 50 people that go to the ER each day oh, in man. Colorado yeah. uh, due to... Uh, skiing slash snowboarding related incidents that's yeah. crazy every time um you know we get we get done with a uh, a break christmas or, or spring break or whatever i'll go to work and i always have somebody coming in yeah. <clears throat> saying leg. that they well not necessarily broken their leg but like sprained something or pulled something mm-hmm. and i'm like Dude, it's always like it's minor. not a sports injury well yeah it is a sports injury just not at the school wow. yeah but snowboarding and skiing <laughs> are like uh, rich white people sports for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really expensive. Go. Um, you go up there and it's just like, like we think Aspen and Vale, like rich, rich towns, like Exclusive. mountain towns. Like yeah, it's like <clears throat> I think it was like what two hundred dollars yeah. for a one day lift ticket Aspen at, for was Aspen. Two hundred, two hundred. Yeah. So if you got just my, like, and you're up there for like what I don't know, most five hours, six hours. Yeah, if you want to make, and it's not just it you, like weekend. it's your family. A lot of times, it's mom, dad, couple mm-hmm. kids, couple kids, Johnny bucks a ticket, the place you're staying, Aiden. you're probably staying like paying like at least four hundred bucks a night, at least. In Aspen, you're you're paying like six or seven hundred dollars a night, mm-hmm. um, and then you got to think of like you know, so two hundred dollars a person plus all the rentals. I mean, it's like going taking a flight to Disneyland. Yeah. It's like, it's actually more expensive than Disneyland. Yeah, for is. sure. Mm-hmm. It's way more fun. When I first moved out here, and I used to talk to my coworkers, I was like, "Oh, you guys um, going out to uh, do some skiing?" And they were like, 
I got kids, man. It's like, that's <laughs> not doing that. It's like a vacation. Yeah. Right? And that's but, why he didn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly so that I, I could uh, have the exclusivity of going skiing snowboarding, snowboarding whenever I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. It works so, out. So uh, have you been skiing before? I have uh, one other time. So I, I took lessons when I was a teenager. I can't remember how old I was, but it's been a while. So I'm 30 now. So it's been <laughs> over 10 years. Okay. So we'll cool. say that. Wow, kind of like riding a bike, isn't it? Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Really. So, you know, I, I actually met someone else recently who kind of had a similar uh, situation. She had lessons when she was younger, and she did pretty good. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, I guess it depends we'll on the person. So um, we're mm-hmm. gonna be super judgy tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be like in the in um, Johnny Tsunami, uh, where you're in the skiing uh, like uh, posse, <laughs> and we're in the snowboarding clique. <laughs> And we're just gonna have like constant battles all day, yeah, spraying just, like, snow dirty on looks. you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yep, You're pushing sk- you, skidding snow up onto me, yeah. calling you a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, our, when we went Can't last, <laughs> when we went last time, our my fam- our family was in town, and my my little brother, who's in high school, uh, wanted to try doing it. It was the first time, so he gets up, he's all like geared up, gets on the lift, and he makes it off the lift okay, which is like you know the first hurdle you have to make, like do. Yeah, like, he's not falling. Yeah, actually, he didn't make it off. He fell. Well, you know, yeah. one way of making it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got off. He didn't get yeah, hit by somebody yeah. after that. So yeah, so uh, you know, we, we start making our way down the mountain, and he gets not too very far until he like wipes out, mm-hmm. and. Then he gets back up, wipes out again, rinse and repeat. So he he's like, you know what? As probably I probably need to take a break. So he gets up, starts walking down the mountain, and as he's walking down a mountain, some guy skiing comes over. And skis, mind you. Yeah. So this yeah. is the skis. problem here. Skis, Jordan mm-hmm. comes over and like skids up next to him, blows a bunch of snow up onto him, and goes, calls him a pussy, and then goes off. <laughs> like, oh man. All yeah. right, well, I got to not live up to that well yeah. full disclosure like most people on the mountain are actually really chill and they want to see you Probably. like succeed so i don't know that guy must have woken up and it was on a beginner somebody. slope i'm like why are you on a beginner slope right. dude you can yeah. spray snow over yeah somebody. yeah and it, it's fine it's we can start ideal. on the bunny hill if you want or like you could go with chase up further just into the, throw me in the deep end in the deep end yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see yeah. so uh you so Miles mentioned you do athletic training. I do. Been doing that yep. for a while. Yep. So I um I went to Florida Gulf Coast uh yeah. for school and I went to USF for grad school and got a sports medicine degree. So, you know, athletic injuries is is kind of my forte. So hopefully I don't sustain one uh this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skiing. But uh yeah, that's that's kind of my deal. Um currently I work at a private school in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh and you do like yeah. all the sports, all the sports. Yep. So nice. is that difficult or injuries pretty similar? Um, well, everything's going to be different based on your sport. I mean, you, you, you ideally could see pretty much anything. Um, you have to be prepared for everything. Um, but you do see some tendencies in different sports. Like obviously baseball, you're going to see a lot of, you know, tendonitis and, overuse type injuries because they're not fully contact unless they're you know sliding into home plate or whatever but yeah obviously football you got high uh high risk with you know broken bones and concussions and stuff like that 
<clears throat> yeah. Um, so how often do you actually have people are getting injured? Is it mostly you're, uh, you're training a lot for these type of scenarios or are you getting actually getting a lot of injuries? Yeah. So, um, you know, throughout the week, if, if we have practices there, there's occasionally, uh, kids that come in and, you know, they sprained their ankle or, or had something somewhat minor dur- happened during practice. And we'll a lot of times, um, spend most of our time doing that, uh, cuts and bruises and, and muscle strains, that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're, you know, watching the games, there's a lot more risk, uh, involved cause they're going a lot harder, you know, nowadays in practice, you know, especially with football, we have, you know, ways to, uh, you know, work on tackling drills without actually tackling each other. So we're not trying to kill each other. So, yeah. uh, um, you know, football numbers are going down. So we don't exactly have teams of a hundred kids coming out. So there's a, you know, a lot less kids to uh, go through. So if you're, right. you know, taking out your own teammates, then, you know, when you show up on Friday, you're not going to have very many people left, but how has uh how has covid uh been like how has it made your job different yeah. more difficult more easier like what's all that um so because i work at a school um we're we're kind of limited on exposure as far as like the kids whether they're at school or not at school cuz we're kind of on a flex plan where some of the kids will be at home and some of them will you know be on campus or whatever. So being able to do rehabs during the day, cause a lot of times they'll come in at lunchtime or during their PE class. Cause if they're, you know, rehabbing an ACL injury or something like that, where, yeah. you know, obviously they can't squat. And if they're doing squats that day, then, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll do rehabs when, whenever. So during the day, um, it's, that's kind of changed. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, checking temperatures and making sure kids are truthful, as far as, um, you know, whether they've been around people. So a lot of times we'll hear stories from teachers or, uh, you know, other people, parents or whatever saying so-and-so it's a lot of snitching going on. So-and-so was around so-and-so and then we got to like dig into it. So it's caused a lot of drama, but I mean, ultimately as far as my job goes, um, you know, you just got to wear a mask and, and, you know, be cognizant of, you know, how close you are to the kids and for how long, just in case, you know, they happen to, come up with covid um but this first hit back in march 2020 you like uh they sent everybody home right they were mm-hmm. like everybody go home yeah. so you were like because we didn't know what what we were yeah, doing you you were they were tr- still trying to figure out things so you were like we didn't were, know if we were gonna have a job playing video games for yeah. a good amount yeah. of time yep. yeah got good Just, at call of duty yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of call of duty a lot of um rocket, rocket league. league and stuff so uh, when when did they go back to school <sighs> Uh, I mean, we, we canceled everything last March, just like when everyone else did all the way through, all the way through the end of the year. Um, I didn't work at all. We were, you know, having people email us basically. I I mean, I had a, I had a kid that had ACL surgery in February last year and, uh, you know, I got one month in with him and he was a middle schooler at the time. And so like their development phase is a lot different than an adult, uh, adult. And so. Um, you know, they, they need a lot more work and a lot more guidance. You can't just be like, Hey, um, you know, go and do this. And they're like, what is a lunge? What is a squat? You know? And so, and they're like, you know, moving like baby giraffes. So you have to constantly adjust them, Hmm. um, as far as their form and everything. So I only had one month with him. Um, 
and it was it was kind of tough because I would check in with him via email and text him back and forth and say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, and you know, an eighth grader saying, "Oh yeah, I'm d- doing well," but then are they really? You you don't really know. Yeah. So it wasn't until I got to see him again when we started to allow people back on campus where I was like, oh, you are way behind. Um, and yes. so yeah. uh, he is just now getting back to playing basketball, and it's been one year. Um, well, and he's what, kind still, of, what kind of timeline do they usually face with an ACL surgery? Uh, usually by now. I mean, they say about a year, yeah. but usually by now, especially with young athletic people, um, you're looking at – about to start playing at eight, eight to 10 months. Yeah. And he's just now being able to shoot a basketball now. So, oh, wow. yeah, he, it, COVID definitely hit him a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, those types of scenarios where it, it changes it a, a couple of months, but he'll get back, you know, normally. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like I, I have to be aware of how long I'm with him yeah. Um. You know, just in case I'm carrying it and don't know are it, they, or he's there are the carrying protocols it. Protocols where you can only be next to him for so long. So what is that? Um. Or not? Not. Re- I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um. When did you first see him again after the March? Uh. So, in Georgia, we decided that football was going to be starting up, and so, um, once we heard that, we we're allowing kids to come on campus because if football players can come on campus, then. Mm-hmm we should allow everyone to, we just have to make sure that everyone follows the rules. So we set out a bunch of rules and, and, you know, we had them working out outside rather than in the weight room. Yeah. Um, you know, we only have, you know, 15, 20 people working out at a time. Um, and so, yeah, there was, there was some rules to be set. And so I I was able to see him one-on-one at that time, which was late July. So you're looking at April, Mm -hmm. May, June, at the beginning of a rehab and that's like the most critical part in getting your range of motion back and stuff. And so it, uh, yeah, it took it, you know, it, he, he got set back a yeah. decent amount. And how many students <clears throat> do you usually have going through rehab? Uh, well, it, it varies. Um, you know, after a football season, a lot of kids will have, I say like four or five kids at a time. Um, we'll, we'll, end the season with needing surgery. And so some oh, of wow. them will opt to go to PT somewhere else. Some just of them, from football, just for football. Yeah. Either ACLs Dude, or surgery, you know, it's shoulder no injuries joke. or yeah. So it, it changes every year, but that five is probably a rough estimate. A lot of times, um, you know, a lot of them are shoulder injuries because of the way they tackle or whatever. And they'll either dislocate throughout the year and, we'll have to set it back in, but they're trying to get to college football. So they want to play out their season. Mm. So they have to make that tough decision of, okay, do I get surgery now or later? And, uh, yeah. So we have to go through that phase of, all right, how important is football to you? Yeah. So So you, so so working with kids like that, um, you kind of have to like enjoy doing stuff like that. Like, like we were talking earlier, Mm -hmm. we can talk about again, like the difference between, what you do and like what a chiropractic does and like where they're dealing more more so with adults you're dealing Mm -hmm. with like kids yeah Um, but you also have to deal with like the parents of the kids right yeah a lot of like communication with them yeah so a lot of times when kids get hurt we have to go straight to the parents and say okay this is what's going on um you know sometimes they believe us sometimes they don't and then we have a team doc that uh, yeah 
we have a team doctor that we work with. And so we don't force the parents to use this, the team doctor that we work with, but we kind of try and say, Hey, if he's doing PT with us, we would kind of like him to go with our doctor so we can talk to him a lot easier. And mm. not that it's not possible to talk to their doctor if they have somebody, but working at the private school, you know, everyone knows everybody that's a doctor. And so they, they always go to different people, so yeah, it's got its challenges, but and stuff. Hmm? And they probably get, like want to get an outside opinion, yeah, or yeah, yeah. So they always, oh my, my brother's a orthopedic. Let me go to him. Oh, like, of course, okay, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. So working with minors, it, it's a little bit more of a wrinkle, but you know, it also takes off a lot of our responsibilities as far as calling insurance um, companies and. Yeah. You know, setting up doctor's appointments because it, it, I mean, a lot of offices now because the kids are minors are be like, mm, we need the parents, yeah, to call us, and so right. it's just like it makes it somewhat uh, easier but somewhat harder. At the do same you have to deal time. with that stuff, or you guys have someone who <clears throat> works with the insurance? And uh, we have somebody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. So it makes it so <laughs> much like easier. Yeah. So they have to. Yeah. So the way that our school set up, they have you know their primary insurance. They have to have their own. And then we offer a secondary as well. So if it gets to that point, um, oh, but it makes it easier. Do you, yeah. do you see it being a private school, more uh, athletes who are going to be playing in college or doing whatever than you might see at a public school? Uh, it's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I think statistically they are more likely to be recruited um, just because we make it so easy for the recruits to, to come on campus hmm. and see the kids. We have all the technology to like videotape them and stuff. If you know, you have not to mention the coaches have connections, um, with certain colleges around the area that they always talk about stuff. And, um, you know, sometimes they'll, uh, there'll be kids where, you know, they'll be getting recruited to D one school. And I'm just sitting here like, um, have you actually seen him play? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, like you're over here so like he's There is some dude. privilege. It's there like, is nah, some nah. privilege to oh, yeah. going to a private school for, for sure. Yeah, being being um, wealthy and having so you get like a little bit of an edge, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, getting to know them, you know, a lot of them are really good kids. I mean, there there's kind of a stigma of like, oh, private school kids are whatever. Stuck up like, mm. spoon in yeah. the mouth. Spoon in the mouth type yeah. kids. But I mean a lot of them very respectful, hardworking kids. So hmm. yeah, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy my job. So I would much awesome. rather work at a private school than oh, I'm sure. public school. Mm. <laughs> no Probably offense. better funding. Yeah, definitely better funding. <laughs> my office is on the school campus. So I'm not working in a hospital and having to travel to different schools, which uh-huh. happens a lot with public schools. Yeah. So like there'll be an athletic trainer at a public school that will work five different public schools. It's contracted by all those schools. Contracted through the hospital yeah. and the hospital just divvies up, hey, this game's more important than this game kind of thing. Yeah. So So do you do you, does your school have a lot more staff? Yeah, we have than... three full time. Oh really? Yeah. So we're that's why we're able to do a lot of rehab. Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of the parents are like, mm. So you do do you deal with a lot of chiropractic um doctors and like what's your opinion on on that and how does that like interfere with what you guys are trying to do um so when i went to school um our professors were like anti-chiropractor yeah um you know my my idea is you, you teach the the kid 
or, you know, patient, whatever, uh, how to take care of themselves. You teach them what they need to do and then let them do it themselves. Um, you know, the kids are very motivated because they want to get back to playing sports. So if you teach them what to do properly and they actually do it and you say, Hey, if you actually do this, you can get back a lot sooner. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to be dealing with this. Whereas, you know, a lot of chiropractors, not all, but a lot of chiropractors will just be like, Oh yeah, here, here's an adjustment. Come back in two weeks and you know, pay me more Yeah, type of thing. So, you know, Obviously, we both have a friend that's a uh, chiropractor, and um, you yeah, know. he seems to be in the kind of his ideology is like, if you are coming back to see me like multiple times or whatever, then like something like I can't help you. Yeah, like, I'm just prolonging the inevitable mm-hmm. or putting bandages on the issues. And that's that's right. that's the type of mentality you really need to have is like. We're, we're in healthcare, whether I'm an athletic trainer, or you're a chiropractor, we're both in healthcare. You want to make sure that the person gets better. Yeah. So if you're just, if you're trying to get them in a loop of constantly needing you so that you can get a copay every time, that's kind of, kind of scammy in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I had a, I had a couple of years ago, the plantar fascia on my foot mm-hmm. tore. That's a pain. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I was actually pain. in another country. I was in Germany when it happened. <clears throat> And uh, I literally couldn't walk. My coworker had to push me in a wheelchair through home mm. the airport, which was actually kind of nice because we skipped all the lines. <laughs> yeah, but it's like going to Disneyland with a <laughs> handicap. Yeah, or yeah, but not worth it at all yeah, because yeah. I couldn't walk. No. Um, in fact, the guy tried to get me to walk through the scanner. You know, at the the TSA, whatever they call it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I can't walk. Like, I I literally can't walk. And then they were like, oh, it's fine. Do you guys think that through. scanner is like caught, like giving us cancer? Because <laughs> you can opt out of it, you can tell. Can them you, you really? Can, yeah, you can tell them you don't want. I don't to do believe it. in this technology. Well, no, it's not that you don't believe X-ray? it. It's not X-ray. It's not. It's like um, they can see through your clothing. Like yeah, they yeah. can see your body. Yeah, and I think they can mm. see like in your anus. <laughs> You're hiding anything? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I mean, I tested I, it. That would be. And they could def- they, they definitely, definitely found me. I, I put up my butt. And that's how I got yeah. caught in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like five times out of ten, they'll catch whatever's in your butt. <laughs> yeah, like this is how I know this. No, actually, yeah. I don't actually know if that's true, but I'm pretty sure that's true. That they can see know. in your body cavity. I know, but if you do elect not to do it, they will just search you. They'll yeah. just do yeah. like a, a advanced search, which right. like I always, it's kinda... I always get pulled over the side because I have such a big dick that <laughs> they just see like the the mass. Oh, they think it's a bomb. Yeah, they're yeah. like, sir, you must be packing something heavy down there. We're gonna need to do. <laughs> they always do like they was like, okay, I'm gonna put my back of my hand on to your pant the front of your pants is that okay i'm like it's more than okay baby like <laughs> i asked for this i'm not saying like <laughs> sexually assaulted too <laughs> wow every time i go travel i get sexually assaulted me too you can be on one of those posters yeah i don't know but yeah you can elect not to do it and um yeah some people at <sighs> i've heard it i've heard it like argued a couple of different ways it's like somebody made the comparison of like drinking a diet Coke, mm-hmm. like drinking a lot of diet Coke is bad for you. Like it's not good for you. Like yeah. high doses of like, um, of like the sweetener and, and diet Coke can quite honestly kill you. Like, yeah. Same thing is with like going through the airport and that little spinny detector is like yeah. one, not going to hurt. It's you. like half a second. Yeah. You know. One's not going to hurt you. But if you're doing like 300 times a day every single day, then yeah, probably not Wait, great for your body. Who's doing that? 
<laughs> the I mean, Delta Platinum members. Yeah. Well, you got well. You, if you think about it, if you are a business or an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. you are on the road, your road warrior, as they call them, and yeah. you're flying ninety um, percent mm-hmm. of your time at your job, you're going through those. Yeah. sometimes daily that's true yeah. um so then you then at that point if you're in that position you really have to uh i guess uh weigh the the cost yeah yeah also you may be flying in a small like a jet or like mm-hmm. not private necessarily but more private than regular you still have to you still have to go through that yeah, a lot of times the they're, they're like the cancer costs yeah oh like the <clears throat> the metal detector yeah yeah kind of yeah. like that like I've i've been through those still yeah, it depends on like if the through. the one is like recalibrating because they, they have to like recalibrate every so often. Like they don't just run and run and run. Mm-hmm. They like they have to shut them down and then they'll open up like the usually have like a metal detector oh. right next to it mm-hmm. and they'll open that up and let people just go through. Yeah, that. I didn't go through that today when I yeah. when I flew in. My favorite they just one had is pass through the metal when, detector part. Oh, you got away with murder, bro. <laughs> What's up your butt? Yeah. <laughs> when they when they send the dog around yeah. to like clear up the line and then you just skip the whole thing they're it's so like, cute the dog works yeah. Yeah. and they do it all the time they right? um they they tell you not to touch him like yeah. don't touch the dog mm-hmm. but i just want to like be like he's so cute yeah. <laughs> if he touches you is it okay it's probably not a good sign because it means that <laughs> then they'll tackle wrong. you for another <laughs> reason. running the dog really likes me yeah can he's we have chasing you can we have a word with you sir yeah that's so true yeah. Anyway, you get back to my story that you really just kind <laughs> of sidelined there. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My foot. Oh, yeah. Critical oh, yeah, yeah. injury in another country where I was left helpless. Oh, yes. Nobody helped Continues me. Family there. didn't even call. Well, you had your buddy roll you through the airport. Yeah, so that did happen. He's a nice guy. Anyway, he actually carried me from my hotel room uh, to the wheelchair and then through the airport onto the plane and then to my car. And I got to my car uh, back in the U.S. and Some VIP. Type. Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, wow. so couldn't walk. Uh, I had a bunch of internal bleeding in there, so it, mm, it looked yeah. like a lot of blood on, on the side. And was it discolored? Yeah, it was like, like purple and red Jesus. and shit. Um, you see that often? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when kids sprain their ankle really bad, um, they'll get all black and blue real quick. Hmm. Um, usually not right away. Probably the day after and they're always surprised like why is this i'm like eh, it's bleeding mm-hmm. they're like but it's inside i'm like it's still so bleeding. weird right? yeah is that um from like what's bleeding the veins or well i mean you you have capillaries that are you know so just feeding the cells around the area and so like that's how you heal the swelling is actually the healing process and so swelling a lot of people think oh swelling's terrible i gotta get rid of it it's actually doing its job by healing whatever you tore Mm -hmm. so the swelling is annoying and painful um but it it's it's doing its job in healing whatever Mm -hmm. is torn so like you want swelling for a little bit you don't want a lot of it in in the wrong area so a lot of times you'll have them wrap it wrap it up so that the swelling doesn't travel into like your foot or your toes or whatever because like you can get like sausage looking toes yeah some um, trump looking toes yeah. yeah they just stay there forever everybody <laughs> no, talks they, about they, his they hands looking like sausage fingers but what about his toes anybody seen his toes <laughs> can we get can we pull up a, a photo of trump, <laughs> trump toes <laughs> not a thing <laughs> <laughs> i'll actually look it up what if he actually like look, looks like little sausage uh what are the little doggies or little smokies little, 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 little smokies yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what they are little smoky trump toes there's the <laughs> weird when i just google trump toes the first thing is from c cnn.com and oh, what happened when trump showed me his foot opinion that know, is actually a link i'm looking at bait. right now he has bone spurs apparently 
it's uh, pretty it's common, common right? for old people. It's like a bunion. Interesting. What bunions are. Um, so there's a lot of pictures that come up of toes uh, when I go to images, but I'm pretty sure they're not his. How do you know? Because it, it's just of the foot. Mm-hmm. That's that true. one could definitely be a Trump foot. This one has a face of him on a toe, <laughs> which could make sense. Anyway, anyway. so. I go to the doctor. Yeah. He's a, um, what's it called? The foot doctor or podiatrist podiatrist. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, so I go to him. It's in like this strip mall area. I was like, whatever. He seems like a nice guy. Good guy. He's one of those doctors. He's like kind of older. He doesn't believe in, uh, doing surgeries unless it's absolutely necessary. He's yeah. like, let's try everything else before that. So I was like, okay, cool. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes if you actually do need surgery and then you wait, mm-hmm. then the tissue's already starting to form incorrectly. And then it's, you know, there's a fine line between, you know, waiting and not waiting. Yeah. It yeah, really just true. depends on the injury. Hmm. Yeah. So I think mine was pretty minor, so I, I'm sure it was fine. But anyway, so what he did is uh, to heal it. Well, he said it would heal on its own. But mm-hmm. he said to, to as long make as it's the, still attached. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So to go faster, uh, he injected my foot with something three times. It was like three different. I had to come, I had to go in there like seven times for this rehab thing, mm-hmm. and probably cortisone or three something, three of the times something. He called it a um, uh, a cocktail. Yeah, a it, it's probably a combination of some anti-inflammatory type okay. injected steroids or something. Steroids, yeah, cortisone, something. I kind of like that because I want to give you a cocktail. Mm, that's what he, that's you what don't he know what's it. in it, but it's good yeah, for you. Yeah. And then, uh, my wife was like, why didn't you ask? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. What do I say? It's already <laughs> if my if body, he tells yeah. me, I'm going to be like, no, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he did that. And then they took this like electromagnetic thing and rubbed it on my foot for a while. And then the staff thing, some different things ish. that seemed like they probably wouldn't do anything, but do they actually work? Does this stuff work? Um, for the scam? foot specifically, I mean, Maybe I don't know exactly what he was using, um, but we use um, you know electrical stimulation on the muscles and joints. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of science behind it. It is very temporary, um, and it can help stimulate some some recovery. Um, uh, I mean, there's different modes, different types of machinery, different wavelengths that you can use. Hmm. Uh, a lot of times, we'll use you know ultrasound uh, sound waves to help stimulate some some cellular recovery now, um, that seems like it's more science back but what he just said sounds like something out of like the what they did in like mental patients back in the like 20s. frankenstein's yeah stuff. like he did he put it on my the, head yeah <laughs> did he also and then tell opened you up the, the roof and like waited for an electrical storm yes yeah, yeah. weird was he like, oh, I want you to also pray five hail marys afterwards <laughs> he did ask me to say a prayer before yeah. he turned it on yeah mm-hmm. so He's like, that'll also help. Yeah. It was like when I was in Thailand before we went in the cave, the guy was like, let's say a prayer. (laughs) What? Um, No, but then, I don't know. I was probably, I probably couldn't walk for like a week, no, two weeks. I don't know. Maybe it was a month. I can't remember how long it was. But after that, uh, it was pretty much all healed. But I would Mm -hmm. have, um, like, I can't stand for a long time now um, in both my feet, actually. And then uh, for a long time, like if I would be hiking or something and I kind of step where my leg kind of bends forward mm-hmm. it would f- like it would i'd feel Shoot really yes yeah, strong shooting pain in the middle of my foot kind of felt like it was tearing like that's yeah. how i'd say the sensation feels he's 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 honestly telling us this because he wants to get he wants advice i'm gonna corner him on the podcast he can't go anywhere uh, <laughs> he has to answer i don't have insurance so, you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like so what do you what would you if you had a friend 
um, and he had that situation. No, but I um, mean, uh, do you think, go, I mean, so I went to that doctor and I, with my insurance and my co-pays and the things I paid for that were like mm-hmm. outside of insurance, maybe it probably costs $5,000 at least. Um, okay. do you think that was uh, even worth going to? Do you think, I mean, it's hard to say, um, you know, yeah. there are a lot of, comp- I mean, you need your feet, you know, it's really important. So if, if it healed improperly, you could have had a lot more significant issues mm-hmm. later on down the line. Um, you know, it, it's tough to say, but yeah. you know, nothing, I don't want to say nothing, but like a lot of times when a significant injury happens, um, you know, in the foot or, or like the ACL or, or, you know, sometimes those tendons have a really hard time healing to the point where it was like beforehand. And so the injections and all the procedures that you do help it, but you're still going to have something, hmm. maybe not as much as if you wouldn't have done anything, but you'll, you might still have something going on. Um, after the fact that, uh, you still have to work on months and months and years afterwards when you're active. So yeah, yeah, I mean, there's probably some, you know, exercises or something stretches that you need to be doing in order to help strengthen it over time. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you know, muscle and tendon heals pretty well, but sometimes it, it, as it heals, it it gets really, really tight. And so, um, when the scar tissue build up, um, develops over it, over the injury site, scar tissue is not very elastic. And so, uh, when the muscle and, and tendon heal and, uh, you know, it's mixed in with that scar tissue, it doesn't function like it did before. Mm-hmm. Like overall, <clears throat> did it help? Did, do you think going to him see him helped? Like, did you feel better afterwards? I, he, w- the time frame when he said I would be better, cause he said, this is the stuff that he used on there is, is he said that's what they will use for sports mm-hmm. injuries. Yeah. Um, and so uh, when he said it will take about this long for it to heal naturally, if I do these things, it'll heal a lot faster, probably mm-hmm. better. And it did in that time. I mean, well, it lied to me, but <laughs> let me ask you this. Did he take blood from you no. and then re-inject it? No, no. Cause that there's a procedure where they take your own blood and then like put it in a centrifuge, basically develop like, Seems um, like a scam. No, it, it, it works. It's really? uh yeah. It, I mean, it's just like, it's using your own blood. Cause I mean, when, when it swells up, um, you know, the swelling is what heals the tissue. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can like make a really concentrated dose of it and inject it where it really, really needs it. Um, shit. And it's like getting a shot of stem cells. Yeah. Basically it's using your own stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I should have got that. Damn, this guy scammed. So, he scammed you. I mean, not everyone knows how, knows how to do it, or yeah. you know, just call Jordan next time. He'll, he'll I definitely don't know how to do it. Do you, <laughs> ever, know it's been do you ever deal with uh, students, kids, athletes getting stem cells? Yeah, I mean, I've had kids like ACL injuries where they don't want to have surgery, and it's only like partially torn, and maybe they're not trying to go to uh, go to play on the next level or whatever. Um, they say, they'll ask like, Hey, is this procedure worth it? And I'm like, well, it's not really covered by insurance, but if you don't care about money, <laughs> which, yeah. which some of them don't, <laughs> um, then, then it's possible, you know, it, it definitely can, it can help. It's not like hundred percent. Is that thing, stuff legal but, in, in Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it is now in the U S right. Mm-hmm. There's like different types of stem cell 
therapy that is legal and some of it like you had to go down to like panama to get it done. yeah I'm, i mean they're not trying to make new babies or something yeah right using the stem yeah. cells so that's what so if, you, if you're getting stem cells can you take stem some stem cells from a different part of your body yeah they they they'll take take it from your take we're <laughs> take a little bit off the top take a little bit off the top put it right in your ankle well no it it <laughs> comes from the blood from the the bloodstream so they'll they'll take the blood out of your body. I mean, I'm not a professional in this by any means. I just, you know, have been You're told on the that. Record, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they'll they'll just take your blood and then put it through a centrifuge, basically, and try and get the uh, the good parts of the blood that work on the reconstruction, and then yeah. just inject it where they want it. Hmm. That's interesting. Some parts of the body are more effective than others, but I would say overall, if you paid this guy five grand and you feel better faster than what he said he would probably give you like an extra long timeline it's like mm-hmm. probably would take two years to fully hear but if you pay pay me i'll be done in like six months yeah which mm-hmm. like six months is the actual time. i mean that's a real thing yeah for sure i, I mean yeah. it really only cost me i think after insurance it was like 300 bucks or something it was mostly the shots that he gave me mm-hmm. i guess those aren't covered or they're only partially covered also, but um, he yeah. also tried to get me at orthotics um that would which, definitely help that, Which, that's always my first thing. Whenever kids come in and say, oh, my feet or my knees or my lower legs hurt, I'm like, okay, let me look at your feet. Do you have flat feet or not? Yeah. What kind of shoes are you running in? Because a lot of them are like track runners or cross-country runners. Mm-hmm. And so I'm shin looking. Splints. Yeah, shin splints. I used to get those. Plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Mm. I, I, do, I bought some shoes. Um, do, you, do you know that brand? It starts with an, an O. Mm. They make these special shoes for plantar fasciitis. Not off the top. They make of my uh, flip flops and shoes. I got some of the flip flops, and those actually help. So I can I can't oh, normally yeah, stand those. on a wood floor. Yeah, yeah. They look way too big for you. Yeah, they're, they're they're big. That's what they're meant. They have like an an arc in them. Yeah, um, but I can't stand like on this wood floor over here. I couldn't long stand for time. more like an hour, maybe. Yeah, it's because um, your midfoot falls whenever you're standing. Everyone's a little bit different. So when uh, you're flat footed, the midfoot of um you know the the bones in the midfoot are attached to uh, the muscles in your shin. And so, um, when you're standing, there's certain amount of pressure that's put on it. And if the muscles in your feet are weak, then the midfoot falls. And Mm. so that puts stress on the shin muscles and then the muscles on the bottoms of your feet. And so your plantar fascia is stressed out a lot when you're standing there for a long period of time. So I've always thought the reason I had this issue uh, is because I work from home, yeah, and I had been working from home for like three years when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder because I'm not like walking out to the car and then going from the car into Less the office, walking around, stress. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just mostly sitting <clears throat> in my house, walking around my house. It's possible. Um, yeah, definitely plausible. What um, uh, have you seen? Like since COVID, have you noticed like? Um, a number of athletes drop out of programs because of COVID because they're like their parents are concerned or yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it probably is it like 10%, 10% yeah. kind of just dropped off immediately. They're the like, ones yeah. that weren't that good anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ones that are really dedicated and are trying to go to college, they're, they're sticking it out. Yeah. Um, but the kids nowadays, like it's, it's impossible to, for, for us as athletic trainers to make sure everyone has their masks on or whatever. So we have to divvy it up to the coaches be like, Hey, you need to do this, but I'll walk by 
none of them have masks on or anything yeah. so it's kind of annoying but are you like the little like uh the narc yeah the narc. <laughs> nah i try not to be yeah. i just you know like who who who's responsible ultimately for enforcing that the coaches yeah and so if it, some if, of if, them do good job do a good job yeah. and some of them don't yeah and then That's a tough when one. they get quarantined well here's the thing is we we make them videotape their practices and well if if they want to Okay, so say someone on their team gets exposed or tests positive, then if they videotape their practices and they follow all the rules, so there's an incentive to following the rules because if they all stay separated, all wear their masks, all doing what they need to do, mm-hmm. then we're less likely to quarantine everybody. And so we're right. the bad guys that say, okay, we got to watch the video of practice. We got to see... And we'll, we'll sneak by practice to see what they're doing kind of thing. And, um, if they're not following the rules, then if someone tests positive, then <laughs> sorry, y'all yeah. are gone. So everybody, like no one, no one is exempt. But from, the big game is on Saturday. We need to get the States, Jordan. Yeah. That, yeah. That's been on the line. Yeah. Yeah. That's like at the, uh, like at the ski lifts, like you mm-hmm. always got to keep a, I mean, you, you usually do anyway, cause you have some, uh, like a gate. Yeah, it's or cold. It's a lot different. And, yeah. uh, they're, they're pretty strict about it there too. Like anytime yeah. I've ever seen someone with a down, they're just like, Hey dude, put it on. Yeah. yeah it everybody... really makes sense because they want to keep the, the lifts open. They want to yeah. keep their jobs. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, shit hits the fan and they don't have jobs because yeah. they got lazy about it. I mean, it's all, it's all good intentioned. Right. I mean, yeah. They're not trying to be a dick about it. Yeah. Yeah. But gotta do keep. um do you think uh do you think that like when the vi- the vaccine comes out they'll make all the athletes get vaccinated or you do you fear that there's gonna be some kind of protocol where like NCAA or I don't know mm. what governs the high school leagues says like in order to be eligible to play you must be vaccinated. <sighs> Like, I'm sure they're going to try and incentivize it. Um, I don't know how that's going to happen as far as monetarily goes. Cause I mean, you can't exactly pay college athletes to do something. Um, there's a lot of yeah. issues with that, yeah. but well, there um, are rules like getting tested, wearing a mask. Like they have to follow those rules, right? Yeah. Yeah. We also have other vaccination rules. Like you have, you have to have a set of vaccines in order to go to a public school in most States. Yeah. Like most areas. I think it depends on the state, but yeah, it's state by state. <clears throat> there's already th- protocols like that. I mean, I know it's a new vaccine, so there's that, but hesitation at some point, I think there'll probably be a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chase and I were talking about it earlier, even though I'm in healthcare, I'm still hesitant. I mean, I, I have nursing friends that are, you know, that are getting vaccinated, but you know, some of them are all for it. Like, cause they want to, you know, be able to work and not be able to, in the conditions of worry and you know all of that and so Mm -hmm. i totally understand that but then there's some that are like "Mm, i don't i still don't know about this but you know i mean my my wife got it turning way more political than it needs to be to be honest but yeah my wife got it um because she works in healthcare and uh i remember like she got the first shot and i was like oh cool right and she's like technically it's not fda approved it's yeah. like approved for emergency use, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was like a fact sheet that came with the information they gave her. And it was like, uh, the vaccine's been, uh, the trial was like 15,000 people. Which 15, isn't 000. really that much. 
right? To be honest, it's not. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know how science and trials I mean, and all short, that stuff with short term. Goes. That's that's a great turnout, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know. But you got to think like if you're giving it to hundreds of millions and then around the world, billions of people. There's so much more from variation. different cultures. Yeah. Yeah, different cultures, different illnesses, people who have different allergies, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I mean, there's every vaccine has like there's a group of people who can't get it everywhere. Yeah. Like there's people who can't get the smallpox vaccine right. uh, or the flu vaccine for whatever reason. But we may not know who those people are yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a it's not a blanket coverage of saying this is like, you know, 100% safe or whatever. I mean, humans are bio our biodiversity is is great enough to where like at like as you're saying out of like even a million people some people are going to have adverse uh reactions to um a foreign agent exactly body and some people will be totally fine and in this case it seems to be that a majority of the people are fine yeah some and there's always anecdotal evidence Mm -hmm. about like Oh, after I got the vaccine, like you got arthritis or, yeah. or I know someone who got it and then died. Like people are going yeah. to die. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, not because of the vaccine speaking, per se, yeah. but the people will die. There's old people, yep. right? Yep. But you're young, a healthy dude. And you know, you're, you're like, I'm not sure. Like I'm not in the high risk category. Yeah. It's a right? risk reward situation. Like yeah. right now I'm not by me getting it is not really changing my life. Mm-hmm. So Right. I don't. I don't necessarily it's feel kind of like the same I need it me. right now. Right. Know? Like I'm not mostly I at home. Get it, but mostly at home because I work from home. Mm-hmm. Not really seeing people. Sarah's gotten it, so I mean, COVID. our our risk of spreading it to other people. Mm-hmm. We've gotten COVID, and we and she's gotten the vaccine. Yeah. So our risk of spreading it to other people is pretty low. So I'm like, if I'm the last person who gets it, I think it's okay. Yeah. But imagine if if we're kind of have some kind of concern about that. Uh, what you're like if someone who is high risk for for getting current the coronavirus mm-hmm. and now you're thinking like i already have these problems what if the vaccine is also bad for me right like the like the, yeah. those people are worried about it too yeah it's, it's like, like which, which is worse like getting the it devil and, that works best for yeah. you i guess in that yeah scenario. They're, they're not, risk, not, i'm not trying to, to equate vaccines with yeah. the devil because <laughs> they're not we're not anti-vax whatsoever we're just having a conversation about it but yeah the the point of it all is it's probably it's okay that you're hesitant and like on the fence about doing it because you're in such a low risk category and really the people that should be getting the vaccine right now at this point should be the high risk elderly sure. populations yeah. but there will be we talked <laughs> about this too like there will be a point in time where it's you can just go to Walgreens or Publix or you know Walmart and get it the same day because it's so widely available yeah. at wit at that point, then it's, then you're starting the optics of the situation start to look a little yeah. different. Right. Uh, it's like not they'll vaccinating be, your kids be, to go to when, you know, you know, the, all the anti-vax, mm-hmm. like not vaccinating your kid. Like it's going to start to look more like that. I think yeah. unless we get to some like herd immunity, <laughs> To where like it doesn't really matter anymore whether if Which, you have yeah. the vaccine or with not. this specific with this specific virus i don't know if herd immunity will ever happen right with the way it's been changing right in the past yeah. couple of months how there's different variances but mm. like I don't influenza. Think there's, it's like influenza it changes mm-hmm. every yeah. season yeah there's usually a couple of variants that are really strong so i guess if we look at it in the way that the optics are on whether you get or don't get the flu shot like nobody gives a fuck if you don't get the flu shot yeah like, except your work <laughs> right works usually you actually some, can get paid to get the flu shot yeah like, yeah you get like stipends sometimes right? a work the work will get you can sometimes go to like 
Publix or CVS or Walgreens, King Supers, and they'll be like, get a $10 or $20 gift card if you get the flu vaccine. Yeah. You get your pack of cigarettes on the way out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And a big old Whopper from Burger King. But you're basically, I mean, you're getting it through your insurance. Yeah. So you're just getting kind of a discount on your insurance because you're really paying for Mm -hmm. it. But but, But I think it'll be like that at some point, right? I'm yeah, sure. probably. Yeah. But we were also, I was also wondering, like, is it going to be where, like, there is an ex- exclusivity created for people who are vaccinated, like going to cruise concerts, ships. going ships. to. Yeah. It's like the first one. They've already announced it. What? You can't. There's cruise lines that are going to be doing cr- sailings yeah. sometime soon, and you have to be vaccinated. It's like going to the Super Bowl. They had like 7,500 nurses that had to be vaccinated in order to get tickets to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and then it was free yeah. to go to the Super Bowl. Which oh, means, that's who went? Was nurses and stuff? It, well, yeah, part medical of it. professionals. Part of it was? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. That's actually pretty cool. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were talking about, like, it's going to be the difference, like, when you go to Disney World and you're, you, it's, like, standing in line versus having a fast pass. Like, you could probably still do some of these things. Like, it would be like be, being vaccinated or standing in line to get tested to get into a concert, right? So if you have the vaccine, you have to stand in line because you can stand next to people. But if you haven't gotten the <laughs> vaccine, you get the fast pass because you're not supposed to be near <laughs> yeah. people, right? I guess that that's another... Saying? No, no. no. <laughs> the other way around. <clears throat> yeah, like what what is going... It's going to be a gatekeeper to some things. And like you just said, the cruise line situation, that's the first example that we've heard of so far where that... Um, could pose as a problem for people who love cruising but don't yeah. believe in the vaccine or or um, don't think that they should get it right away or whatever. Um, there's like the Johnson & Johnson single dose just got recommended for emergency use by the FDA mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, which means like over the weekend it's going to be probably approved. And then um, and that uses the old technology of vaccine, right, where – the Moderna so. and Pfizer uses the new RNA technology mm-hmm. of doing that. Does that like satisfy or like make you feel a little bit better about like using it because it's kind of like tried and true? Also, yeah. I'm not 100% sure if that's true. Right. Yeah. But we just know it's different. I think it's, it's a little less effective. But I think the single shot ones are right. Do yeah. You, do you know I, about that? I heard it was like 60 to 70% effective. Right. Um, no, I ha- I've honestly past couple of months I've just been like I don't want to hear anything more about it. Yeah, <laughs> just got so fatigued with it. But uh-huh. yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, I my I, I mean I don't just setting the record straight. I'm not anti-vax by any means. I mean I've yeah. gotten vaccinations in the past, um, but I just I just like proof. I like mm-hmm. testing. I like you know time to pass in order to. Um, in order to, you know, show that it's, it's does what it says it does. I mean, there's no, there's no reason to, um, you know, you know, push it if you don't necessarily need it right this minute. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm in the the category where I don't really need it right now. Mm. So I think that point right there hasn't really been covered enough by the media or the, the people who are, are, giving us our information from the departments of health mm-hmm. um, because uh, when the FDA approves it for emergency use, it's exactly for that. It's like we determined that the risk of taking, getting this vaccine yeah. is uh, uh, less than what it would be getting it, getting corona, get yeah. COVID mm-hmm. if you're at a high risk, yep. but not necessarily someone like you or me. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so what are, I'm wondering, and we none of us here probably can answer this, but I'm wondering then what is the time frame to where the normal um, ten years approval comes out? Is it ten years? Uh, I think it's at a least fucking long time. Well, as far as like truly seeing long term benefits and long term issues with with something, yeah. So you're, I mean. You could test something and, oh, yeah, nothing happened in the year. But then when, you know, if you're 20 and you get it and then when you're 30 and, you know, you're trying to have kids and now you're sterile or, you know, or if you're like free birth control, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. No more taking birth control. Not saying that's what happens, but, um, (laughs) you know, there's different time frames in your life where, you know, you might take it at, you know, as a child. And then when you get become an adult, then you have something going on and not saying that the vaccines cause anything, but you would at least want to have the time to pass in order to test if it does. Yeah. I'll probably take it. Fuck it. I'm probably, I probably will too yeah. at some point, but yeah, I want to be able there's to, there's so many variances peace of mind. I think, yeah, I don't know over the con, the, 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 the potential risk. I think, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, think about, you know, good. buying the brand new PlayStation. There's always going to yeah. be a better, <laughs> better model that comes out in a couple of years. Yeah, that's, or the, you know, I guess the iPhone is also <clears> or iPhone or yeah. pretty much any technology. I yeah. mean, there's situations where they quickly develop something just to appease like, the dude, masses. I don't know if this is giving me ball cancer. True. Like, you know, we've yeah. only had iPhones for exactly. 10 years now. So like the, the little AirPods that we wear. <laughs> yeah. Like what, like, what kind of damage is that doing? Like there's like, I think there's like warnings that you shouldn't wear those for longer than like four hours a day or something. I mean, something. there's definitely some like psychology issues with people having internet on their phones, but I mean, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when you, when you, when you have people talk about that and like, obviously that, that, that topic's been covered to death, right? Mm-hmm. The whole like how harmful is social media? Yeah. It's like at the end, I feel like at every end of that, those conversations, it's like, but, but it's I mean, you saw the choice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but I still can't yeah. delete Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. we're on social media now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vaccine to social media. Uh, uh, I still have Trump's toes pulled up here. So actually, ahead. there's so click on that photo because you can actually see his his. Uh, it's like a it's almost oh, it's like a thumbnail. Not Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. It's from men. Oh my god! There's wikifeet.com. Oh wow! What do we? Where do we go? <laughs> For all you foot lovers out there, type oh. in the code. Oh, you can see George Clooney's. <laughs> Donald Trump only has one picture. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. He really protects How many times things. has it been wow. downloaded? That's what I want to know. Yeah. How many <laughs> times has somebody beaten off to Donald Trump's little thumbnail? He was born in 1946. He has a shoe size of 12. I'm pretty sure that the government changed this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way it's 12s, right? What? A it's size shoe 12? size? I don't know, he's he's kind of a big dude, is he? Yeah, never yeah, seen him. He's like never, over six foot. Never seen right? him in person, actually. I don't know how tall is Donald Trump. Type that in. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's over. Like, I think he's like six one, six two. That could also be changed as well on That's, the internet. Yeah, yeah. so true. <laughs> yeah. Like if you ever Google Vladimir Putin, and you yeah, go six, to like six, six, Vladimir Putin. Six three. Six three. Wow, he's taller than me. Yeah, he's a tall dude. That's why people make fun of his hands because the rest of his body's so big, disproportionate. Yeah. 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 I don't even. Are his hands actually small. I I have no idea. I don't to think be so. I think people just like to pick like, on him, right? Yeah. Someone probably photoshopped it. Or, <laughs> it's I don't it's know. been kind of like politics is kind of it's boring now. 
Yeah, so yeah, there's no challenge. Can we just acknowledge that that when Trump was in office, it was kind of exciting in a bad way? But just wait, it's about to get exciting Mm, because he's coming back back. tomorrow. Making a comeback, (laughs) comeback train. First time he'll be speaking publicly tomorrow at the the CPAC conservative political action conference. Yeah, yeah, right. Bunch of crazy fuck fuck boys. Republican fuck boys. There's probably some nice people. Probably. I heard Ted Cruz is uh came back from Cancun to go. <laughs> that was just a it. bad look on his part. I feel that's bad. Funny. Yeah, that's pretty I bad. was I was saying I was like, I don't blame him. I probably would have went to Cancun too. I mean Fuck he probably had place. the the flight plans way ahead of time. How would he know that it's you no know, probably maybe, not uh probably wouldn't do it if I was a politician, but uh I would have probably done it if uh if I was a resident. Devil's advocate though, like think about what he went through the past I mean, obviously, it's not as much as Donald Trump, but the past year, so you need I would vacation. definitely need a vacation <laughs> yeah. after people you know, hate me. I think yeah. I need to go drink some I mean, margaritas in Mexico. I would. There's just, no nothing that margaritas I mean, in Mexico can't cure. That's what I'm saying. Either yeah. It opened his mind, and then he can politicize better. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not a politician. but It's okay. I don't know. I mean, I always thought like... <clears throat> I know the optics of it look bad, but he's also a senator of Texas, and there's nothing he can really do during that he's time. He's not right? by himself either. What kind of what 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 right. do senators do? They they're lawmakers. Make, they make law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, be, on behalf of their state, but so I guess he could uh, introduce a law that prevents um, no, energy no. companies from charging. I, there was like I don't think so. I think the governor has to do that, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't think the senator can. Oh, is that federal? I don't That's think the senator one. makes laws for the state. I think they make federal laws oh, for true. the fed, like to to represent, kind of like I mean, mm-hmm. different branch of government, but the representatives yeah. too, you're representing your district of that state, and then senators do a very similar thing. Also totally different though. If they're all, if they're all doing their work, I don't know if Texas is doing like. If you're a senator, do you like work from home? Because I know like a lot <laughs> of, excuse me, um, like. Denver city. Um, There's going to be some poli sci guys that are just like, I know these guys like, are idiots. idiots. <laughs> they yeah. voted? Jesus Christ. Like, oh my God, it's good. No wonder Biden's president. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like if they're working from home, why can't he just work from, from the beach on Cancun? Yeah, exactly. His little laptop. He's got his little Lenovo uh, um, laptop and he's I mean, like. All you got to do is delegate to your people behind, underneath you. Wouldn't like, be funny. Hey, go and do this. Wouldn't it be funny like having a Zoom call with all the senators and 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 you see Ted Cruz with a beach background and a white nose and sunglasses. <laughs> white nose, yeah. Uh, <laughs> slight sunburn. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little little pink funny. on the cheeks. No, I Some, mean, like, I, I, oh I, personally, I don't really like Ted Cruz. I think he's like a, a weasel, right? Yeah, I think that's what you he's call it. Flip flops. I honestly don't Just, know much about him. Yeah. You. Anyway, um, but I honestly. I think people are so hypocritical. Yeah. Anyone else in yeah. his shoes would have done it too. Yeah. For sure. Right? Like he, the... People are compl- people complain about shit all back. the time. Yeah. Yeah. He could yeah, have exactly. still been there. He, the thing is, like, Should've. it was such an easy target, like, yeah. doing that. Like, he's like, oh, fuck. And you know? right now, everyone's targeting conservatives, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, why would he do it? <laughs> just like you should have known somebody should have advised him yeah. his advisor should have been like dude that's not yeah. a good idea <laughs> yeah. your state like, is like that. in a horrible condition right now <laughs> i don't did, yeah. did he leave while it was bad or did he leave right beforehand after, and then he came back right just really slow yeah it was right like, after yeah oh it was yeah. like the, was yeah that's it was that's bad he went there and came back the next day yeah 
because he got such backs uh, such backlash and then he was like fuck not not a good idea and then he was like yeah. my plan was always to come back i was just mm-hmm. shuttling my yeah. my family there and then somebody like, leaked really? his wife's text yeah <laughs> and it was, was like That's actually fucked. i was gonna stay the whole week but i was gonna work there yeah, yeah. And i was like you should have just said that yeah <laughs> yeah so politics have gotten so boring that this is what we're bitching about ted cruz whether he should have came back earlier Mexico. not gone yeah so kind of nice but also kind of boring yeah. yeah we had to complain about something yeah right like oh our, our, our politics airstrikes right guys yeah yeah how about that but our, our politics <laughs> should be boring right why does po- politics don't doesn't need to be sensationalized well, doesn't need to be exciting there's like we're not like nobody's doing it for the ratings except donald trump um it should be boring enough to where like government can operate without with without like a uh, a showmanship to it or like i definitely you know. think social media has blown that up though yeah because like 10 15 years ago if ted cruz left and came back no one would really care yeah. but yeah. because so someone you know saw it and and blasted it on the internet then everyone was had an opinion on it yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and especially like if you don't like the guy it's extremely easy mm-hmm. to just be like yeah, wow what target. a piece of shit yep just pile on top of yeah. whatever they're doing whether it's good or bad or indifferent like, yeah yeah exactly so <clears throat> i so you keep i keep seeing like the bills the electric bills gas bills and stuff uh from texas it's like i think one person showed it was like just over nine thousand dollars for 19 days of electricity in yeah. texas i've seen seventeen thousand. that's crazy wow. yeah imagine that unbelievable they're like yeah i was just i had a hot tub and a microwave running <laughs> honestly nine thousand i think i think it's kind of criminal like if you don't if you're not i mean i'm sure there's something in the their terms and agreement that's like we can change the price of electricity based on the yeah, demand at the time pricing. which yeah. is true because if you look at your electric bill you'll see that mm-hmm. um, during certain times yeah they'll increase it but to increase it, what was it like nine thousand percent? It was like ten thousand, ten thousand, whatever it was. Percent I mean, from your, your from your electric bill to go from maybe like three hundred bucks a month if you have like a decent sized house to ten, twenty thousand dollars. That's insane. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. You can't People, do that. They're already losing their houses from structural damage. Like right. now, they're not going to be able to pay for electricity. Yeah, <laughs> but but. The thing about Texas is they're so proud of their freedom and independence and like capitalism is like capitalism isn't going to fix that. You need like government like regulation, which like Texas is not about. Right. Which so, which is totally fine if that's what Texas wants to do. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, then if you have your government come in afterward and say, hey, you can't charge them $17,000, then that's not how capitalism works. You have to let it play out. Yeah. You have to let the people market need to pay We're not a true capitalist. Bill. Exactly. Anyways, yeah. so like everyone's like, oh yeah, you're a capitalist. Well, um, I mean, we're we're in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, whenever the the red and blue states kind of we're it's like argue once you f- once you figure out something that doesn't work, you regulate it. That's what the government does. They're like, oh, yeah. there was an issue with that. Like, um, but we we need to uh like when they did the um whole spying on the U.S. Mm-hmm. citizens thing. Yeah. Like there wasn't really a lot of that before allegedly, yeah. but then it was like nine eleven. We had to find the enemies so they that's government mm-hmm. interfering in our lives right? yeah i mean it's they do it, that. the the easy example is seatbelts. like how many people had to die right. before the government was like yo we're wearing a mask you have to yeah. wear yeah right a lot of i mean wearing a mask some states know but yep um it's just thing regulation 
like you said, doesn't happen until a couple people have unfortunately suffered at the hand of it. Yeah. And then yeah. it's the matter of our lawmakers to say, when we make this law, we're taking the freedoms away from people. Is it worth it? And then they, that's when they make their vote. Right. There's yeah. some politicians I think who are just like, no, grand Paul's like that. Right. Yeah. He's very extremely libertarian. I think. Yeah. Where he's like Less government, the better. No state should have any say of like, people have to wear a mask for instance that's mm -hmm. the most recent thing um or like use uh you can't use plastic grocery bags stuff like that right yeah it's it's small certain changes things, for the better right. certain things cannot be corrected in the free market and so government like for instance yeah, like colorado what'd like you say what? like public schools yeah yeah i mean inner city schools are terrible uh -huh. um you know and so so you have private schools <laughs> for that. i mean yeah, yeah. so if we if we went to an entirely like socialist type um, country, then private schools would be right, yeah, like non-existent. I'm sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Which, you know, it, they would in some people's eyes might be great, but then right. in the ones that are actually using it, right, not so great. If you had yeah. true socialism, you wouldn't. <clears throat> but in realistic socialism, I think you would have private schools still. Yeah, yeah it just you would have our numbers would be. It, we would lose a lot of employees, a lot of students. And we, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, it would be detrimental to us for sure. Mm -hmm. But what I was, what I was saying, like um, in the instance of Colorado, like the governor who's a Democrat just um, introduced like ideas and legislation to incentivize more people to buy electric vehicles because the pollution is getting so terrible mm -hmm. in Denver because of the way our city is like located right in front of the mountains and like the pollution just kind of sits and hovers yeah. here. Yep. Um, like it's the, like in the free markets too, are not going to fix side. that fast enough. So, so governments have to come in and like incentivize, mm -hmm. um, the EV. Well, it's like, insurgents. Any, yeah. Anytime they're subsidizing things, like I don't think that is, uh, like capitalist, right? Your government basically saying mm -hmm. like if if uh it is if, if you're if taking you, the tax money from from public citizens to fund those programs yeah but the yeah but the government is basically deciding how the market should go they're yeah. saying like we are going to make we're going to force the electric vehicle market to grow mm -hmm. by giving people uh stipends stip uh, yeah. tax credits tax and things credits. like that or the companies. To, to build their factories or whatever like tesla was was first profitable in their first quarter of profitability mm -hmm. they were profitable because of government Ooh, tax market. credits mm -hmm. right so that means the government is artificially making tesla profitable yeah which some people see as a good thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing i mean there's a debate there but uh i mean that's government interference at its finest so like, yeah, you, you, if you were an entrepreneur and you were trying to decide what to invest your money into or, uh, what company to start, like it would probably would be a good idea to do some research of what they're forecasted to like for the government to invest <clears throat> into course, correct what the free market's not going to do like solar, yeah. uh, alternative energy, um, uh, higher standards of, right. uh, whatever yeah. uh, healthcare etc because um you know that you're going to get a little bit of help from the government right. local or federal yep. um to make your business happen and or, a lot of people or, did anyone yeah. who invested in tesla like two years ago <laughs> are already seeing <laughs> lots of a lot yeah. of returns yeah. i mean so something <clears throat> i don't know but that 
then again, is it, is that in part of, okay. So yes, the government might, did have a, a small play in that, but Tesla was also one of the only companies that truly had a all electric vehicle that yeah. was worth buying at least. I'm not saying the they, so. I'm not saying they boosted Tesla per se, cause yeah. they did it for every yeah. company. It's like, any yeah, they company, just happened to be the biggest and yeah, exactly. You know, they have the most profit mostly, but, but, but they're the, but, the point is that they're just they could potentially be destroying uh companies who deal with oil and non-natural gases or natural gases because now they're pushing all this alternative yeah. electric mm-hmm. uh based whatever pushing something so but oil oil is one of the most subsidized you're still commodities have... in the united states besides corn like Corn and oil are yeah. massively subsidized yeah, by the government. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying <laughs> so it's, they already are getting. Yeah. They're already feeding from the hand. Yeah, but, of but the but, government. But the thing is, once you're feeding for that from the hand for years and years and years, yeah. that becomes the baseline, Normal. and yeah. then you do your business based on that baseline. Yeah. Yep. So now, when you're giving someone else an advantage on top of that baseline, they have the advantage. Yeah, I guess. I guess in 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 ideal world, they shouldn't base their business baseline or budget or yeah, whatever. Yeah, have to make adjustments of, just yeah. like any in, other company. In the real world, the government shouldn't <laughs> give tax credits and subsidize, subsidize uh, yeah. business. Yeah, that's yeah. Here, that's here's fair. something that's criminal. So uh, Elon Musk has a bunch of factories in, in uh, offices in California, right? Mm-hmm. And he complains to the California government, hey, you're shutting down my businesses. I make cars. People need cars. It's an essential business, right? So they say, okay, that's true we're going to let you, uh, your workers come to your business and keep working mm-hmm. now, but we're still going to make the gyms and the movie theaters and this and, and that are done. Right. So, um, but Tesla still gets PPP. Yeah. Right. They still, they, yeah. so basically the government, I mean, whether you disagree with the shutdowns or not in, in any state, the government has now basically, uh, artificially destroyed portions of our market. Yeah. Um, and and there's literally nothing those people can do about it. Yeah. If if you if you were an investor in Tesla or if you worked for Tesla owned Tesla versus someone who just uh, owned a restaurant or a movie theater or a gas station, well maybe not a gas station, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> something else that w- that was closed, right? A hair salon. Well, even gas stations too cuz like a lot of people weren't driving to work and stuff. So right. they they definitely got hit even if the the workers that are actually in the shops. Yeah. Didn't go, but yeah, I mean, there's they, always they there's always exceptions to it. As long as you have the lobbyists to say we're an essential business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the exception of like hospitals and and and, and grocery stores, right? Yeah. yeah. But like uh, fast food joints like Taco Bell, I'm not I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure they got government aid money, but they've profited most off of this. Like fast food industry. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz people are ordering out. People are ordering, ordering out. In. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like right now if if you're a company that's looking to hire food service industry workers, they're all getting hired by Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, all these like fast casual places because mm-hmm. they were allowed to remain open and operate for obvious reasons. Yeah. And they less people were eating at full service restaurants. So what do you they're not gonna stop going out to eat like they're gonna go to these where they could can actually go to, which mm-hmm. is you know, Taco Bell or I'm not yeah. saying like, you know, that uh that everybody's going to Taco Bell and Chick-fil-A now, but I'm just saying like they definitely like everyone's going profited to off of yeah. this and also probably received so PPP money. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but, the government did it wrong 
We all know that. I think we <laughs> yeah. can all agree on that. And they're just trying to pass Does another $2 trillion dollars of, right, which, of wrong spending yeah. that we're all going to be upset about again. <laughs> but it fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Speaking of happening. EV, I saw that Hyundai just had the one of the most costly recalls in, in the history of automotive Hyundai? industry. On Hyundai? their Ionic car or what? Yeah, their electric vehicle. They recalled 82,000 wow. of their EVs and they had to replace all the batteries. Why? Wow. Because Fires? 15 of them blew up and caught Dude, fire. I almost leased one of those. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like 100 bucks a month to lease. Really? Which is like for an electric car to le- lease they an electric car. Knew it was terrible too. It's like, hey, we'll give them to 100 bucks. <laughs> no, I think because they yeah. get the, the taxes incentives so yeah. they can make the leases uh, yeah, the lease cheaper. Is so cheap, yeah. But uh, wow. That's crazy, right? Most costly. So they only sold 82,000 of those? <laughs> I get. I mean, who's I buying maybe that's EV a lot. I mean, from yeah. Hyundai? I don't know. People who don't have Tesla money. I'm sorry. Uh, not all of us are rich. I, I'm sure they're not cheap. Just gotta wait. I think they're. I think they're the next cheap. model and the next model come out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jeep just came out with their electric Wrangler. Yeah, officially. I think it. I think it came out. Yeah, I think people have. Ford it. has a Mustang too. The, that's right. Yeah, it came out. It doesn't even look <laughs> like a Mustang. <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you, which. Yeah, I mean, it, it still looks, looks like kind of cool, but it looks more on the SUV type than right. the, yeah. uh, like a true Mustang. But, right. I mean, wonder mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. do they put some artificial sound in it too? Because part of the <laughs> part of a Mustang is yeah. like the engine, right? I wonder. It sounds yeah. cool. You can do that with the that Tesla, like where you it the Tesla has put instead it of like a horn, an actual horn, it's just a speaker. So like when you honk the horn of a Tesla, it's just playing a Get horn the sound fuck through out. the Tesla. <laughs> Out, out can you exterior. record your voice yeah you can you can put in um your custom sounds like what? yeah you didn't know that so you could say like the i got bitches song yeah yeah so <laughs> so the the one that came with the update is they have a whole range of fart noises nice. and so you can click the little toggle button where anytime you hit it it makes a fart noise so why am i not seeing this on tiktok no <laughs> so so we were sitting we were went uh, snowmobiling and we're waiting outside the snowmobile office rental office and people are coming and going and so every time somebody came out i hit the fart noise and went, made noise as they came out and they're like what the fuck is that <laughs> i've only seen the video of alexa farting for you oh, have yeah. you done that alexa, alexa fart yeah baby, that's fart right <laughs> so weird so weird but kind of funny weird. wait can you so it, you can can you make it like it every time you press the gas pedal it, or not, I mean the, vroom, the motor vroom, pedal. Vroom, vroom, um, vroom, what do you call that? Just the pedal? The accelerator. The accelerator? Yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah, gas It's not pedal. gas anymore. Accelerator yeah. pedal? The accelerator. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Um. So every time you hit that, yeah. it'll make the noise? I don't think so. I, maybe one day they'll introduce that, but I, I would assume, like, are people jailbreaking their Teslas? That's what I want to know. Like, are they That'd breaking it to install third-party software? Dude, and void your warranty on a $50,000 car? I yeah, know. I guess if you... I mean, well, if you pay cash for it and you want to do whatever you want to do. If you're like, a rich yeah, guy and right, you, whatever. you get money. I'm sure people do it. I wonder I'm how sure. easy they are. Invest in hard. Tesla, then get a Tesla. <laughs> I wouldn't want... I wouldn't trust jailbreaking it because so much of the car's functionality relies on the computer. Yeah. And if something, if you, if and you have a buggy, so frequently, I'm sure one little bug and it yeah, runs and then you, you into a pillar. Then now you can't break. Uh, I, mean, I guess the braking system is probably independent of the computer, but I hope so. Man, you get a virus on your car. <laughs> I'm sure the braking system is all Switches built into the computer, and, right? Or accelerator and pedal. Brake I pedal. <laughs> I heard they, they, they shut down the model three production facility. Yeah. Is that yeah. too, uh, 
increase the price of Tesla. Yeah, artificially inflate the cost of mm-hmm. Model Wait, Three. They Create want demand. They want the price of Tesla to go down so they can do buybacks and then increase the demand of Tesla. Are we talking about shorting Tesla at Model Threes? Yes. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. You got into pa- tra- the past week. Tesla has gone down like ten percent, then like a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I saw that. Is that like six something the other day? Yeah, I mean, at the highest, it was over eight hundred. Yeah, that's and a bubble. Now it's at like six fifty. It went up to seven hundred and it's kind of they're they're um they're um <clears throat> what's it called uh PE ratio. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like the amount of money you make per share. Yeah. Uh, divided by or what that what that fit formula uh, is like a thousand. I think it was, at some point it was like fifteen hundred. Which is it really? Which what that means is it would take fifteen hundred years for you to make your pro like profit off of the company if if they <clears> continued <throat> to be this like if they didn't yeah. innovate and grow anymore like they made the same amount of profit at that point in time forever it would take fifteen hundred years Jesus. for you to make money from from that investment. Oh boy. But That's obviously insane. they'll they should not obviously. They should grow their their profits, which would make uh that number go down a lot. Yeah. So are you are you uh trading? I am. I you know, with COVID and everything, I've definitely uh started to look into stock options and mm-hmm. trading and because you're bored. Well, what do you mean by that? And I was honestly, I was kind of concerned about my job to be honest. Uh-huh. So, there was a point where I was like, uh if this virus keeps going the way it is and I lose my job. Cause like sports aren't exactly essential. I mean, they are in the South cause you know, football, <laughs> yeah. but if we didn't have football, then we probably would have shut down to be honest. Huh. Um, but yeah, so if you know, if there's no sports, then I was like, what am I going to do for money? So gambling. yeah, gambling Sounds via good. stock market. <laughs> <laughs> so it's essentially what it yeah. is. Yeah, educated gambling. Yeah, educated gambling. Yeah, I read a book on how to play blackjack. Is that educated gambling? It's no, no, because like blackjack is different because the house always has the edge. But if you know something, then you have the edge. That's true. Like you can never have the edge in blackjack unless, well, I guess if you're counting cards, you can, right? Yeah, there like there's ways in like single deck. Yeah, if you're able to see the cards, yeah, like face up, it's it's technically cheating. So is insider trading, I guess, in a way, is cheating. I mean, at face value, if you you know, there's two options. It's either gonna go up or go down, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, technically that's a fifty fifty shot. But if you you know read news and kind of see tendencies of a company and, and you know when they have earnings historically do they go up or do they go down or right. you know seeing you know how many other companies out there are putting out like smart money um you know just seeing if you know big companies are putting in millions of dollars they obviously know something all at one time that's kind of sketch so yeah. yeah i'm gonna go in the same direction that they're going yeah so then i guess kind of the, ride the wave the thing is is like <laughs> those companies are also wrong or those, those brokers, those big financial companies are also wrong a lot of times too. Yeah. Like they lose a lot of money too. They and so advertise the thing is that. those companies collectively spend billions and billions and billions of dollars on research and, yeah. uh, automated computer like algorithms to, to, uh, search the web and, and news articles and shit yeah. like that Find patterns. Um, to do all that. And so like to think that like me at home could, 
like outsmart. make smart outsmart them make more the money billion than them, dollar yeah. uh, machine i mean yeah. there's there's some hedge fund hedge funds that make like 30 40 percent mm -hmm. uh return on investment yeah and they maybe they're getting lucky maybe they just figured it out uh they're in like a good market or something like some of the guys who were shorting uh some of these companies they that's their business like they short yeah. companies and make a lot of money doing it you and find then, what works for you and you just keep doing it over right. and over again and then somebody finds out and fucks your idea over like, and you have to figure out something stuff. new I, yeah. I've read so too many stories though, as of late of like people like you or I getting into this and following somebody or, uh, reading Reddit and then, um, you get caught holding the bag is what they say. Yeah. So you follow, you you see that there's a huge trend upwards and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna get in on it. Yep. Then you get in on it and all of a sudden it crashes because everyone's taking their profits from the people that took it way before you yep. and then you sell know, the news, right? Yeah. Sell the news. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing is like, is bef when you find out about a secret or a tip, it's already too late. It is already too late. So especially in that, in that way, it's like gambling. Yeah. Like, like if you're going to get in on something before it becomes popular, you usually are getting into it because you believe in it. You have a hunch. Mm -hmm. Um, and that at that point it's a true gamble. You don't know whether or not yeah. it goes up or down or so in that sense, it's, it's high stakes gambling and depending on how much you're. Yeah. It just trading. depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Are you trying to get rich real quick? Yeah. You're probably going to be get caught just like gambling, yeah. you know, but if yeah. you truly care or not care, but like truly believe in a company like Tesla, like, you know, couple of years ago i'm sure there was a ton of people that really was like elon musk it has something going here so they invested and two years later they're they're you know yeah i mean i don't better off but people do it people make money those day traders who do it i mean yeah. people yeah. are making money on their investments right like yeah. all, the, all those financial firms they make Especially money in a highly bullish market yeah yeah like, it's a, almost right. impossible not to make money yeah. but and a lot of those people are making mm -hmm. money because they deal with one type of thing that they mm -hmm. know extremely well and they only trades so, like five companies that they really watch right heavily and it i don't doubt if you know a company well you know the history you know the people who run it this that uh i don't doubt that you could make money yeah right and you do that as your yeah. job yeah i mean if if you are watching the news and that's the thing is like we our, our brother does that a lot is mm -hmm. he pays attention to the news and mm -hmm. he does this and i was asking him all about it and I was like, well, how much time are you dedicating to this? And he Watching goes, it like all day. Yeah. He's like, sure. I, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I spend quite a bit of time doing this, Reading but it's only because the nature of my other job allows me to have this time to do this. But if you're like you or I, who, or, you know, in, in your so my job too, specifically, I don't go in till the afternoon or noon time. And so when the market's open at nine 30, hmm. nine, nine 30, I can watch it for three hours and I'm able to do that. And I'm just sipping my coffee, getting ready for work, watching the markets, trying to see what the, what the day looks like, if it's going up or down. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm able to do that, but it's not, it's definitely not a full-time thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not, mm -hmm. did you make money off of GameStop yet? <laughs> um, I, if you lost money, it's okay. You don't have to tell <laughs> no, us. I didn't, I didn't lose money, but I didn't really gain money either. It's oh, kind of like yeah. I got some, lost some. Yeah. And then yeah. it was just like, oh, it sounds whatever. like the, stock market yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a guy who made a video he was like 
so I, I saw the stock it was going up today so i bought some and then as soon as i bought some it started going down so i got scared so i you know i sold it but then it started going back up again so yeah. i bought it again and then it started yeah. going you gotta, down you gotta stick to your strategy and <laughs> right. just you know wasn't it uh wasn't it mark cuban that said that's like um day trading is kind of a joke and if you want he's like you you're probably better off taking that money to go to vegas gamble there for some people yeah statistically speaking people try and do day trading just to you know get rich quickly Mm -hmm. and that's not how it is you have to really hone in on your craft and try and stay less emotional and you know if you're if you get greedy and you know impatient or whatever you're gonna lose that's the thing with me is i have uh, patience issues so I couldn't see myself being a day. I mean, a day trader. Oh, I guess if you're day trading, then well, well, even day trading because like, like you know, you you don't want to be in the trade for very long. You want to see. Exactly. You want to set it up so that you know you get in at a certain point, it spikes up, and yeah. then you get out. Like the other day, so Tesla was was down like thirteen percent in one day. Yeah. So imagine if you're thinking like it's down four percent. So I'm gonna yeah. buy. I don't know. Let's just say you do that. But then, then it spikes it. 20% and it's it's in a green. Yeah. Level. Or you buy it when it's down 4%. Can you stomach going down another 6, 8%? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Especially if you're a day trader that has uh, like $100,000. You're, you're I think the risk. general rule is not to not to trade more than 10% of your um, yeah. portfolio. Right. And so that and, and set tight stop losses. But I mean, which sometimes is I, your portfolio, your liquid assets, or is that your margin as well? Uh, I guess it depends on what your, you know, I, I work only trying? cash. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't want to, you know, fuck with margins uh-huh. Uh-huh. and, you <laughs> know, end up owing somebody, you know, <laughs> my house. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. like that kid that, uh, found out that he was, um, like, uh, $700,000 yeah. or something oh like that gosh. in the debt and ended up often himself yeah what a terrible a terrible Robin thing Hood. to happen it's because they're you know it's it's that's the problem with be, it being so accessible like yeah it's very good for people like you and i who are not in that uh, work uh area right and so we have the ability to kind of dip our toes into it and it'll be kind of a difference maker as far as like you know getting ahead or not um but then there, you know, if, if you don't educate yourself before you do that, yeah, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, if you're just buying and selling stocks, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're only going to lose the money you have. Yeah. yeah. But if you're doing like options, options are very right? risky. Like if you're selling, I think selling, selling puts, calls and puts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, if you, it goes the opposite it's infinite way, loss, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's infinite loss for sure. Until you pull out. And that's what happened with GameStop. GameStop. And so that's why. You know, the whole idea was to, you know, all of these companies were, were shorting the the company, uh, GameStop. And, and then when it spiked up, they were shorting. So they were borrowing shares and they had to owe back those shares mm-hmm. at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to keep that um, stock higher than um, a certain point so that they had to owe all these shares. And it, the... the um, the contracts were up. I don't know if it was a week out or a month out, but they were trying to keep that the the strike price way way high, so all these companies had to owe oh, millions yeah. and billions of dollars. Because isn't it like if so? If you're shorting something, 
at some point, if the value of it is going too high, you have to put more collateral down, right? You either yeah. have to pull out and yeah. take the loss or you have to put more collateral down, yep. which is what, the, which is. So then it was creating more and more and more shares that mm-hmm. were being shorted. And then more and more people were buying calls, I believe. And so as the price kept rocketing sky, sky high, they had to keep, you know, dumping in mm-hmm. um, collateral. And so eventually they, were, they pulled out, right? Or at least uh, I think it's some of them did. Maybe we don't want to say well, the, no. name, the name on the podcast, but the one company who lost billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some, some company or uh, some brokerage uh, companies that halted trading. So it forced the price to go down to uh, right, give yeah. some time mm-hmm. to the, the Marlin. Yeah. Yeah. Marlin. <laughs> They weren't the only ones, but they definitely yeah, were the yeah, biggest the because it was, it was any company who couldn't actually pay the the collateral of their clearinghouse. Yes, yeah. which Basically. is small small brokerages. Small brokerages, yeah. yeah. Um, and the most popular one for retail traders like you yeah. and I would be Robinhood because right. they don't were have the to first pay. free one. Yeah, yeah. Now you can. I mean, most brokerages are now are free. Like yeah, Fidelity, yeah. I, I switched to Weeble. Charles Schwab, I think, is free, right? Yeah, Charles Schwab. You, you, you switched to Fidelity? No, no Weeble. A oh, Weeble. Weeble's yeah. like kind of like Robinhood. Yeah. It's like another it's the same thing, right? startup type company. Very, very similar. The interface is a lot different. So yeah. it it's, is. It's kind of confusing, honestly. It, it started off confusing, bit. but yeah. you once you get used to where things are. By the way, use our promo code in the description <laughs> to get two free shares of yeah. Weeble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll, we'll input, and then you can yeah. you know select which one you want. It'll be at random. So <laughs> maybe I'll get the free shares, maybe Miles. Maybe yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you do you trade uh, cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Ethereum? Nah, I don't. Dogecoin. I mean, I would like to get into it at some point. Uh, just you know, I kind of dabble in it a little bit, just in case the dollar goes to shit. So, um, you know, not saying that cryptocurrency would be the thing to take that's pl- take its place or anything, but um, you know, you never know. It would be like it would be it would be. Uh, things that are backed against the dollar like gold gold would, would skyrocket and yeah the dollar with the shit bitcoin yeah. would skyrocket i gotta imagine for instance let's say you have a venezuela type scenario in the u.s right? yeah dollars inflation worth goes like crazy hundred thousand dollars now right yeah. bitcoin's got to be useful there because mm-hmm. now it's un- 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 unregulated not paying taxes on it mm-hmm um it's gonna be worth a lot well, you pay taxes if you sell it no um, i mean if you actually own bitcoin. if you own it yeah, yeah yeah you can't tax bitcoin yeah. in that way like uh, which you can't is tax your wallet. incentive incentivizing people to buy into it mm-hmm. well i mean I, I i think we've had this which conversation you, before but it's a sup, it's a superior technology to to pay but that's how i think it'll fail though because it's superior. not enough people no, because are it, it can, because it's hard it's hard to regulate it oh well if if it's harder to regulate yeah, I guess I guess it would be because government won't adopt it. Gal- yeah, no, it's not going to be the currency it. of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Government's not going to adopt it unless they know that, like, they know every where every Bitcoin goes and what it's used for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the government doesn't adopt it; it's about the free market adopting it because that ultimately is the engine of the United States economy. Yeah, currently. So if you when but you when if, you ha- yeah currently when you have people like Tesla or if Walmart gets into allows you to buy groceries with Bitcoin or Target comes into then 
you start to have more of a government interest into trying to understand or adopt Bitcoin. Yeah. And then they regulate it. Yeah. How can you regulate it, though? They regulate it on the company. So if you have X profit from yeah. you know sales in Bitcoin, then maybe they actually tax it at a higher rate than they do like dollar sales. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows where it goes? We'll see. All I'm saying is that Elon Musk said it was too high. <laughs> yeah, then it dipped. And it's like an asshole, right? Right. <laughs> People wanted. Uh, it's because he wanted to buy more. Yeah, he's probably Tesla sold bought it. One point five billion dollars worth. Huh? Like, if there's a, if there's anything to say about it, is when these big time CEOs of companies are buying into it, you know, it's going places. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's not going any anywhere. Because that was the fear early on, you know, five, 10 years ago. People were like, oh, you're going to put your money into this and then it's going to go away. Yeah, you're not going to be able to use it. And you're not going to get your money back because it's not regulated by the government. And so it's not insured. Like if something happens to your Bitcoin wallet and you go in for, I'm not saying this happens, but in Bitcoin's not there anymore. Well, you're fucked. It's literally worthless. (laughs) Like there's theoretically, yeah. When you have uh, gold, like you have the gold. Yeah. But it's digital, so there's no, there's like no uh, physical value of mm-hmm. it. So everybody, I want so, you, I so, want you to sell your Bitcoin right before this episode comes out. And then he said that, then it dips a little bit, then buy back. <laughs> we'll pull it, Elon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when 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 Elon bought one point or Tesla, I guess I should say, bought one point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, it um, shot up to like fifty three, right? Yeah, and their profit, or I guess dividends, right, would was like six hundred million dollars, which, like, if you think, like, I don't know how what what uh, Tesla's P and L, their profit and loss is every year, but you got to think like it's probably the most profitable, like, probably doubled their profits um, within a week. Within or a week, just by did, saying didn't make yeah. any more cars, making didn't a news code any more code. Yeah. Literally just from their investment in Bitcoin. Right. So now they're profitable again. Yeah. And Elon was like, well, I was going to buy another $1.5 billion, but it skyrocketed. So let me get this bitch back down to the low, yeah, exactly. 30s, low 30s and then we'll buy another $1.5. <laughs> so I was just looking at, uh, I wanted to know how much of Tesla Elon Musk owns. Because you said like Elon Musk, right? Because we all think like he just owns Tesla. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so he and Best Jeff Bezos are... Neck and neck. They always flip flopping, right? Richest person in uh, the U.S. at least. Twenty one percent. That's it. He owns twenty one percent. Just twenty one percent. Imagine if he had kept fifty percent instead. Yeah, they probably would have been been successful. Yeah, yeah, they would have been. He's he's talked about it. But imagine if he could have almost going bankrupt. Imagine if he could have. Yeah, I mean, um, imagine if uh, uh, fucking I could walk on water. <laughs> imagine if I bought Bitcoin when it was two thousand ten, five dollars a coin. Mm-hmm. I know somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. I would be retiring early. That's what I would do. Me too. Yeah, just uh, hang out, do this. Imagine if you bought five hundred dollars in GameStop like a couple months ago. I'm sure there's tons of people that were in that scenario, yep. or the people that mm-hmm. hung on to it. it. And even through the up and down had tons of loss. Yeah. Even and then bought, it skyrocketed if, last week. Even if you had it, uh, even if you, you, you had it when it was like way before when it was actually worth something like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. And then you just held it and went down to like a, well, it was like a $2 or something, right? $4. Like early January. Yeah. It was, it was pretty before bad. Before it skyrocketed. Yeah. I don't, 
Uh, went up to 400 and something no but before that when it was when it was worthless basically before it got squeezed eight dollars yeah something like i don't know i think they were no i think it was like 20 something and then they were trying to uh the hedge fund companies were trying to short it down to like 10 or lower yeah i believe we could just look it up do a quick a little googly googly search on that Oh, look, that's a little picture of your cat, Yoshi. He's so cute. <laughs> Don't talk about him. He has eye diarrhea. Um, yeah, so... eye diarrhea? So, he yeah. Has, <laughs> he has, like, Goop stuff coming, coming out of his... It, yeah, it was about 20. Um, okay. But if you look back... Yeah. If you look if you look back in June of last yeah. year, it was $5. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. And so it actually was going up. And so that's why the hedge fund companies were like, but yeah, it, nobody, nobody's going like, I'm going to put my 10% of my portfolio into GameStop because I believe in it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Know? It's like f- from, yeah, from June, from June till uh, this year, it went up like over 200%, probably because people were home, more game sales. Yeah. yeah and then uh, PlayStation sure. 5 came out and Xbox and they were like, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna try not to do cds anymore and then think and about then, all the people, people that were, like, were using yes! reddit GameStop. that were trying to push it to go back up right. it was i mean i'm being stereotypical here but a lot a lot of you know computer nerds and and video game nerds that you know wow, use reddit racist. and stuff yeah very much so no sorry <laughs> i mean i'm i'm one of those i <laughs> um but what, uh why why is why is the bull um synonymous with the stock market you know, I was actually wondering about this the other day. I'm like, it's kind of funny how in New York there's Wall Street, right? But then you look at like Chicago, they have the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Bears. I'm like, wait, oh. those are the two animals regarding the the stock market. I don't understand that, but um yeah, I think it's just coincidence, but I, to be honest, I have no idea. That's why they call it bullish market, right? Yeah, bu- bullish means it's going up. Bearish meaning it's going down. Oh, the history of the bull and the bear market. Um, it was it is about the same time another animal symbol had made its appearance in the marketplace. The term bull originally meant the speculative purchase in the expectation that a stock price would rise. The yeah. term was later applied to the person making such purposes or purchases. Yeah. So I guess Doesn't that's where, where it came from, though. Yeah, you always see like pictures when when like the stock photos that like CNN or any of these news outlets use when they talk about the stock market. It's yeah. like always like a bull statue. It's like oh, yep. the stock market yep. on Wall Street, blah blah. I mean, blah. ideally, you always want the stocks to be in a bullish tendencies because that just means all the companies are doing better. Yeah. So, but there there gets to a point where all these companies are doing so well and it creates a bubble and there's always going to be a pullback at some point. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. why did we have a 33% decrease in our GOP or GDP? And we were in a bullish market still explain that. Uh, I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when I, sure. I started to become very concerned and spec yeah. like, uh, that has a lot to do with, uh, yeah. government spending inflation or yeah. Artificially inflating the market with stimulus packages. Yeah. I became concerned when we went to a bar, uh, a year after shutdowns and there weren't that many people in there. And I kind of wondered like how they were still open. Yeah. 
It's because they're they're because of debt, right? Yeah, they're Credit. they're collecting debt right now. Anybody that you see, almost besides like your Taco Bell's, your fast food chains, your fast casual to go only restaurants. If you go to a restaurant right now, unless it's like a really trendy, always packed, like we went to Snooze today, yeah, I'm sure they're doing okay. I'm sure they've accrued a little bit of debt in, in, in all this, but um, all these companies that you're like wondering, how are these still open? Like, well, how are they still surviving? A lot of them already have gone by the wayside, but the rest that remain and hang on now most likely have tons and tons of debt. Oh, definitely. Especially if they're like inner city where they're their rent for whatever building that they're mm-hmm. like in New York. Having. Yeah. Boston New, York's, New York's the yeah. worst. Like yeah. that's the, I can't imagine the price it costs just to say that your, your restaurant is at a certain location. 18% at least. Yeah. 18% rent. I mean, in New York, um, 18%, 18% of your, of your, of your, um, sales goes to, to the, the landlord. Um, and I mean, a, in and a, when you're doing, and you're doing good business, but it, right now it's like, you 100%, have to do right? volume. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And you have to keep, you have to keep your labor and your food. Oh, is that, down. is that the contract? Like 18% goes to it or, you, or yeah. you're saying typically that's 18%. T- no, typically they'll ask for 18% of your, on top of, of your a base sales. value or just flat. for sales. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you're not doing business, then... There's a, there's a, ma- a mag, what's called a mag, a manual, ma- minimum annual guarantee. Mm-hmm. So they say, uh, usually it's based on a projected amount of uh, revenue and then a percentage off of that, and then you generate that number. So, so then when do, a situation oh, like this, like the pandemic happens, where it's just like a huge catalyst that changes the projection, then what do they do? So two things happen. Um, the landlords go, we don't give a fuck. And the government comes in and says, you have to give a fuck and, and change it. Um, and, or all these businesses go out of, and, and you don't you see empty streets. And then yeah. the industry has to change. The yeah. industry has to go back down to 10%. To, to, cause, because the landlord is, has, first and foremost, the interest of filling the space, right? Yeah. And you can't fill the space if you're charging 18% and nobody's making money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're not there yet. Like we haven't realized like the breaking point hasn't like people think like we're past and we're getting better. We have not seen the breaking point of the American economy yet. We're still yeah. holding on. Companies are accruing debt. There's going to be a point where in like a year or so when they go, okay, we have to start paying back these loans or else we go into default and they can't mm-hmm. pay back their loans because they're still paying 18%, 18% rent or whatever. And then right. they go bankrupt. And then you see like in the fallout of the 2008 financial crisis, empty strip malls, empty yep. built uh, buildings, warehouses, and It'll then the artists move see. in and it it's gentrifies the, the, it's the neighborhood It's again. the trickle up, right? The trick trickle up economy. I guess the, the, the small guy starts losing his job. Yeah. <clears throat> he can't pay for the more luxurious stuff in his life. So then, uh, people in like higher income start losing their jobs Yeah, and then people can't pay their mortgages. Mm-hmm. All this like domino effect of, mm-hmm. uh, a breaking economy. People, so many, it's so much job loss. Yeah. People can't get a job mm-hmm. because no one's buying things. It'll be interesting to see, like, you know, every state has different ways of handling the situation. It'll be interesting to see, you know, five years down the line, which cities are thriving and which aren't. 
Yep. Yeah, I can guarantee you won't be the people that held on to lockdown the longest. They I mean, I, I keep I keep saying mm-hmm. this and like this is very this has also been beaten to death on other podcasts, but like if you are going to close down your economy, um you have to do it to uh the extent of saving lives. But if you're doing it to the extent of just um have like making sure nobody else has COVID ever again. Like at one point it was like to make sure our hospitals didn't go yeah. run. Nowadays it's like to make sure nobody has COVID, which yeah. is like ridiculous. You're like, uh, we're ruining, we're ruining our economy and, uh, and not ha- allowing businesses to run at full capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be a long-term detrimental, uh, effect to the, each city. Um, and uh, yeah, like you said, like we're going to see in the next year or so what city comes out thriving and which ones ones don't. I mean, there will be a period like everybody talks about with like the roaring twenties. Like there will be a period right after the pandemic where everybody wants to come out and do things. But there's also going to be like a conflicting battle between like people who, who still have their jobs and people who don't during that time, mm-hmm. yeah. like <laughs> you're not going to be able to go out into the roaring twenties and uh, do all these things. If you don't have income, all I know yeah. is that I have a bunch of money that the government just gave me <laughs> that I haven't been able to spend because everything's closed. Yeah. I'm going to have so much money from my vacation fund. Yeah. You'll have an extra 2000 coming soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like going to be going to the movies every weekend. Yeah. yeah. AMC well, baby. When was the last time you went to uh, the <laughs> movie theater? Um, I'm trying to think. It's been a while. I'm yeah. trying to. I don't even remember. It's been the at last least movie you saw in the movie theater. Probably Star Wars. Yeah. When when the Jesus episode nine movie. came out. Yeah, that was episode three. It, episode three, two thousand five. <laughs> I was frozen too. <laughs> Ice no. Age. I haven't even seen uh, any of the Frozen movies. Is that a sin? You don't have kids, so it's okay. That's true. I also don't have kids, but hmm. yeah, yeah. I I think uh, Disney's killing it with all those all the movies coming out. Still, I think um, what's the movie? They well, that's do- the shift now too. Is like going to the streaming services. So Disney Plus is yeah. having tons of like big name, um, you know, like WandaVision movies. and all yeah. these Marvel um, and you, Star Wars. Do you Wars like that? The shows. WandaVision. You watch that? The first first two episodes, I was like, "What is it's going so weird. on?" You but then it started to like you, pick right? up. I'm like, "Okay, I, honestly, I'm not caught up, so I can't really say." But uh, yeah, yeah, what is that? I've been hearing people talk about it. It's it's like a you know the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's uh, I can't remember her name. Red, Scarlet Wanda? Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet so Witch. And her and um, what's the guy's name? He's like the Vision. Yeah, Vision. Vision. Wanda Vision. Yeah. So um, the the two of them, it's it's a spinoff of when they got married or something. It's it's a really weird story, but it, it's based off of their stories. They live in like a a little like universe where it's like back in the fifties, and, and then the next episode's the sixties, then the next yeah. episode's the seventies, uh, and the next yeah, it's kind of interesting. So yeah, there's there's some weird like sci-fi story behind it where they're like stuck in a different. Realm like simulation almost or something yeah like a thing. simulation like yeah. they're stuck in tv basically yeah. so okay. it's a tv show e- each episode is like a different era and it's kind of mimicking different like a big tv show of that era right um huh. so it's kind of cool yeah, yeah. I, I i can dig it um 
definitely creative. The problem I have with like the streaming things is they're all now calling their stuff like plus. It's just, yeah. like, very unoriginal, like like uh, Paramount Plus. Now there's the Discovery Plus streaming platform. Like Peacock. Like, come on, man. Like, you don't need to write it off the Peacock? piggyback of this yeah, giant. Peacock, NBC's, um, oh, yeah, Peacock's, NBC's, streaming yeah, service. Yeah. It's like, okay, come up with something other than Plus. I, I feel Didn't like, they take The Office? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Peacock? Peacock? Yeah. Yeah, you can watch The Office. That's like their ad. It's like, we yeah. have The Office. We have The Office yeah. now. That's uh-huh. it. They have that new show, Young Rock. Oh, yeah, with uh, hmm. The Rock. Yeah, as a child. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, HBO did the movie thing too. Mm-hmm. But we saw H- HBO um, Max, Wonder Woman two. Yeah, or, yep. What, what was it called? Godzilla versus uh, King Kong. I think is uh, another one. That so I mean, that's great for the movie industry to still be able to film and, and get stuff out there. But because yeah. the movie theaters are getting basically like stepped over, mm-hmm. no one's going to the movie theaters, and mm-hmm. now we're going to have even more big, you know, strip malls movie theater oh, size so strip true. malls that are which, which really sucks for the movie industry because they <laughs> mm-hmm. just they just kind of started changing that they were like okay yeah. we're dying let's change it let's make the chairs super comfortable yeah and add food and, and, food and it was pretty alcohol. good it's an experience it's pretty good yeah. right? like you like going out to eat what's wrong with going out to eat and also sitting in front of a big screen while yeah. you watch and you don't have to talk to the person yeah. <laughs> for exactly. those that are all like you can lay back so so bring, a, bring a blanket yeah right? yeah and you can sleep after your meal it's yeah yeah <laughs> you know like sleep you can't do that at a movie. restaurant it's kind of frowned upon yeah. you could do yeah. it, but i mean yeah we can have bernie style so as long as you're wearing a mask so yeah. they they did that and then now now they're screwed again I saw that. Uh, yeah, they like invested hopeful. all this money in nice seats, and that yeah, yeah that sucks. Yeah. They're hopeful because I just saw like uh, a Tom and Jerry movie just came out, and it was like they did twelve point five million dollars this week for the for, for the opening <laughs> of Tom and Jerry, and they're like they're like actually like enthusiastic about it. I'm like, oh boy, but it only yeah. cost them eighty million. Yeah, yeah. I don't wow. Know. I saw you, something that Tom and Jerry it was it was like um, in reality they're actually best friends but yeah tom being a cat had to pretend to go after jerry so that the other cats oh, didn't kill but him he never actually got him they did yeah. that also to like find a home i was like i was yeah. mind blown i was like um they created a what? they created a problem where the mouse would go into the home and tom since they're best friends tom also wanted to like have a home so they would hire the cat he would knock on the door and he'd be like, I give you free mouse hunting services. <laughs> and then they would adopt the cat. And now they both have a home. Like, that's the whole premise of it. Yeah. I did Dude, not Tom catch Jerry on that. Dude, Tom Jerry slaps, bro. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I love especially Tom if you, <laughs> you just put your teeth on it. <laughs> Girth solid. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of my favorite cartoons. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's like unapologetically violent. What was, you what know? was the, uh, the dog and the rooster? Oh. That they beat the shit out of each other all the time. Yeah, yeah, they were like side um, characters. Yeah, I can't remember the name yeah, of the characters, either. but I always loved them too because yeah. they just—they were always on at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was just funny what? as a seven or eight-year-old watching that. You're like, yeah. Uh, what channel was it on? Uh, I always saw it on like Cartoon Network know. or something. Yeah. It's Cartoon Network, but wasn't there another channel? Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those it's like Time classic. Warner stuff, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's one of those cartoons that's kind of timeless and they keep making new stuff like the, the Muppets. Yeah. Like Muppets had a show 2 years ago on NBC, I think. I really like the Muppets. The, dude, okay. fuck off, dude. The Muppets, the Muppets, in, are Muppets awesome. in Space or whatever it was. That was a good. Fucking great. That was great. Muppets <laughs> Treasure Island? 
Okay. Whatever okay. you say okay. right, right now will affect our friendship okay. for the rest of the fucking life. Okay. <laughs> so I'm still Muppets, your brother, Treasure so Island friendship doesn't matter. slaps everything. Okay. okay. I agree. All you guys right now, turn off this boring ass fucking podcast and go watch <laughs> Muppets Treasure Island. It's five on, out of I think five you stars. can watch all of them on Disney Plus, right? Like the Muppets are all on. Are they owned by Disney? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Jim Henson. I feel like Henson Disney is. bought everything cartoon related. Yeah, yeah probably. They probably own Tom and Jerry. For There's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. And it's, what's really cool is you can just go through there and you'll see movies that were like on Disney Channel or some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, oh my God. I, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. They definitely tap into the little nostalgia mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, I watched the Black Cauldron. You guys oh, remember yeah. that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I learned yeah. that there's like a, actually like a kind of a cool history behind the movie where like it took them like six years to make it and it like was almost canceled like three different points during the whole thing and like Don Bluth, which made that wild pop wildly wildly popular. The um, what's the fucking video game where it's like kind of the same similar animation you're running dungeon something uh yeah dungeon everybody is yelling at me right now <laughs> saying it's this anyway uh he was like leading the project and at that like halfway through he like left disney and started like his own studio and then they had to hire a bunch of like animators to backfill into that and like it i don't know it, it's based oh, wow. off a book or like a series of books and it should have been told like in a much longer format and they tried to like scrunch it into like this like 90 minute uh story and mm. uh, i guess it f- was a box office flop it was like mm. right at the end of the golden years of disney animation um and then like they had to like, reinvent disney animation after that is that when pixar branched off <laughs> well pixar was, was that started by like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, I think, was yeah. like a, a initial he was part of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, they started working with not. Was that after after he created Apple? Like when he yeah when he wasn't yeah. CEO of Apple at that one. I point. think uh, uh, Lucas George Lucas was also a big part of Pixar oh, yeah. at the be- in the very beginning. I feel like I heard that somewhere. Yeah, everybody's all like it's very incestuous. In- California. I was gonna say inclusive or exclusive, inclusive, exclusive, exclusive. (laughs) It's like a lot of incest. You're saying, yeah, a lot of like uh, George. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna (laughs) get down that path. Oh boy, um, get pulled off of YouTube. Yeah, (laughs) blacklisted. All you have to say is QAnon. Yeah. Whoa, that uh, and the screen goes black right after that (laughs) (laughs) for everybody watching, and And we're gone missing. But as long as you say something about Capitol Riot, you're good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Never going to get caught. Jordan, are you afraid of being canceled or silenced mm. from your Facebook? I already deleted my... Well, I didn't delete. I disabled my Facebook. Really? Yeah. You, d- you did that after Trump got got silenced? No, I just... I One, I never used it. You unparlor um, now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, catch him on pod. Yeah. www.parlor.com <laughs> no. forward slash Jordan Proud Boys <laughs> slash Oakyzer.com. Nah, it was way after that, after everyone supposedly left. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm in the mindset of like less social media, the better. Yeah. Yet I still have them, mm-hmm. you know, just because I live so far you away on the from gram? family. Yeah. Or is that I you am. on the grinder? Yeah. No grinder, no. So, what 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 uh, dating apps do you use? 
Uh, just Hinge and Bumble. Okay. Just, Hinge, um, the app that's single. meant you to be deleted. Yeah. You're not Tinder in? Nah. Who is pe- do people still use Tinder? Is that still a thing? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to set you up right now. <laughs> all right, can we get your phone number? Yeah. For all you ladies listening. I've been, yeah. Mom, keep well, uh, g- the video. Out your, give out your, uh, your Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Um, you like, which one do you like the best? I mean, they, they both have their perks. Um, yeah. You know, Bumble, it makes the ladies go first, I guess. Yeah. So, like, so you, you can like tell. Like, oh, my God. Well, you can tell who's actually into it or not. Like, okay. Because a lot of, the thing is, a lot of them will just try and blast their social media on there because so, they're trying to get famous or whatever. Oh, they're fucking oh, and they'll never actually respond. So, Thirst they'll trash. just have, like, a profile, say, catch me on Instagram at blah, 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 or, you know. I haven't ran into this, but if someone had an OnlyFans or something, yeah. it'd be like, oh, yeah, look at me on OnlyFans. Just to profit off of it. That's a pretty yeah. good way to do it. Wait, what does that mean? What, the women yourself. go first? Like they had to message you or something? Yeah, the guys can't message the girls okay. first, so yeah. the girls have to message the guys. But um, can you tell them that you're interested in them? I mean, that's the whole idea of like liking their page. Oh, okay. And so when you match, um, then, then they're... Then, you're able to connect, but the first message has to be from the female. Hmm. Um, so you get a lot of spam on there. I know. Yeah. Kind of. Jordan's a good looking guy. So he only but, gets like but, 20% but you, but you, spam. You, I'm sure you can probably tell like this is, yeah. this is someone just advertising. They have like a verification um, part of the app where you have to like take a picture of yourself through the app. Dick pic. Doing no, doing like a thumbs up oh. or whatever. And you have to match whatever picture they give you. So that they can see that your pictures that you're posting aren't just like from the internet from some mm-hmm. random person. That's interesting. So they should um, use that on Plenty of Fish. That's like the plenty one that Catfish uh, uh, yeah. show always yeah. brings up. Plenty of Fish. That's a great show. Yeah. Christian Farmers. <laughs> Christian, only. Farmers. Christian Farmers Christian only. Christian Farmer only fans. I think that's two different <laughs> websites. <laughs> Three different actually. We have Christians only. Yeah. Farmers only. Yeah. And... and uh, do you ever use Farmers Only? No. <laughs> There's no farms in Atlanta. He's not a farmer. There's and I'm far- not a I've farmer. I've seen Walking Dead. There's farms. Have you ever been on Christians or whatever? No. Christians that's a one, only. right? No. That's a, that's a I mean, they're Christ- Christian Mingle, I think. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christian Mingle, yeah. Yeah. What about... Uh, is, you got to go uh, to the one that everyone's using. Booking. So like, it, it's always changing. So a couple of years ago, it was, always, it was Tinder and then Bumble became a thing. And so people are like shifting or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I... I Go match.com. Is that it's for like harmony old people? Is it, <laughs> I don't know. Is it weird? Uh, I have no idea. Meeting people online during the pandemic, like let's meet it's up and so do weird. what? Yeah. So there's have a Skype meeting. I mean, Date. it's just like Skype talking meeting? to you know different people about their beliefs on wearing a mask or not. Like everyone has very strong opinions on seeing somebody or not um, mm. in person. Some people like to only do you know, video first, or some people are like, yes, we can go meet, but we have to be outside and wearing masks mm. or like some yeah. people are like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so it just depends, but yeah. Yeah. And we know someone who, um, was talking to someone on one of the apps and, uh, he w- was somehow com- immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. So he, he was like very adamant about like, have you, have you been safe? Yeah, you know, like have you been practicing safe sex? Yeah, no. um, have you been safe? Like not around people, not you know cleaning your hands and shit. Yeah. Kind of 
kind of weird. I mean, you're you're essentially you're meeting a random person that you don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can ask them all these questions, but then you risk like scaring them away if you're very right. like concerned Sounds about. Sounds kind of creepy, right? Yeah. So it's like, weirdly, hey, where have your hands been? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, come on. You haven't been around other people, have you? Would yeah. you have similar luck just going on chatroulette.com? <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it's kind of the same idea you just it's random you either find them attractive or not you either you know connect and make a conversation or not so are you swiping on bumble and hinge or is that only um tinder Tinder. you swipe on on bumble but then you like like a profile on hinge so Hinge is a little bit different. It's more in depth as far as like, you know, what questions that they're asking. So you can get a sense. Is it kind of more like an eHarmony kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, you have prompts that you can fill in. Um, and then there's a bunch of pictures, but like, I don't know, they, they only allow you to like so many people. So you can't just swipe, 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 swipe all for an And then you have to pay hour. more to get more. more I mean, yeah, likes. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You, you the... could go all unlimited. You have to pay for it. But uh... I mean, yeah. so you have to be a little more selective. So you're not just like getting the, because that, that's what's frustrating with like Bumble or Tinder or whatever. And, you know, you match with a bunch of people, but only two of them respond and it's like it's like when you put something for sale on facebook marketplace and yeah you get like a thousand messages that just say like, is it available is it available is it yeah, yeah. yes I'm, avi- I'm on this app <laughs> it is available <laughs> like yeah. it's still there it's so funny because I'll, I'll i'll be like i'll send the is it available and they'll go nah i just sold it like two days ago i'm like well why the fuck is it yeah, still yeah. up yeah exactly like do you want to have a conversation are you trying to find, meet new friends about this fucking mirror what'd you, that what'd I you buy, buy with the money that you got like what what why are we talking why did you answer me yeah. like why did you take time yeah. out of your day to answer just me delete just delete it yeah delete the and then all this these messages go yep. away yeah yep. i don't understand so it and then yeah, you look at his post weird. and he has a thing that says like, if it's still here, it's available. Please don't ask. Yeah. It's like, just, just offer just me delete money. It. Yeah. What, uh, it seems like these apps can be like kind of like a game. Do you ever find that some girls oh, yeah. treat it as such? Yeah. Um, you know, you'll get those. Like that... how to catch a predator kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, have you ever gone into a room and they're like, please sit down. <laughs> we need to talk. Would you like some cookies? Like they have like a Hi. box of pizza I'm in the Chris. room you're about uh, to eat. <laughs> luckily, uh, no, that's never been. <laughs> okay. All right, just checking. Remotely checking the vibe related you know? to my experience. But anyway, yeah, going back, do the girls like ever like have you had any experiences where you're like, come on, man, like what are we doing here? Um, I mean, my, I, I mean, you hear stories all the time of bad situations it's funny like when i start talking to girls online and i'm like you know how's your experience been their responses are way more in-depth and way more like bizarre than mine because i feel like from a guy's perspective you know we see things a lot differently um and i mean i'd like to think that i'm a genuinely nice guy that wouldn't treat women terribly um but there are guys out there that will and to hear from the the other girls and their responses, I'm just like, that actually happens, yeah. you know, um, which is, you know, not like what, what not do you mean? Surprising. Like what kind of just, uh, I was crummy guy experiences. Yeah. Just like 
horrible first dates mm. or horrible like situations. Like <laughs> there's this girl that I was talking to and she said that several years ago she went on this date with this guy who uh, was like super macho and they, you know, um, started talking about a touchy subject. He just started bawling, crying. Oh. And then she being a nice person, like didn't want to go on a second date, but like agreed to it just cause. And like to this day, um, this was several years ago to this day, he still calls her on Valentine's day to see if she's still available. Like that's like, that was like, okay, well, if we're both weird. 40 and we're still single. Can we make this pact that we'll like yeah. end up marrying each other? Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I'm just doing my annual checkup. Yeah. See if you're okay. <laughs> But I mean, it's, I haven't had those experiences, but like, I feel like women aren't that, I mean, they're weird sometimes, but girls are weird. At least they, they don't like creep me out kind of, you know, cause guys can creep women out very easily, but Mm -hmm. from a guy's perspective, it's a little different. Well, if you think about it, if you're a uh, lovely uh, woman and you're on Bumble or Hinge or Tinder. What if you're not lovely? Why does it have to be just lovely women? I don't know. I'm just, lovely does not mean like beautiful or exclusively about looks. It just means you're a good person. Good person. Yeah, good. So you're a good person who's a woman. And you're on these, and you go out on 10 or 15 dates in the span of six months or whatever, trying out your luck on mm-hmm. these dating apps. At least one of those guys is going to be a fucking weirdo. Oh, for sure. Like, it's- so like, you know or like when you're you trying ask, too hard or, yeah you know, just, i mean yeah we all have co-workers who are weirdos right yeah yeah yep so yeah. we all know weirdos mm-hmm. so they're, they're there yeah <laughs> for sure just statistically speaking <laughs> so you look around if you're meeting yeah. if you're meeting just anyone on the internet like versus like and i have a friend who has a friend and i trust that friend so i feel like that person's probably more normal versus mm-hmm. like just a completely random person yeah and the internet's so deceiving too, because like you can doctor up pictures so easily, yeah. or they can be old or whatever. So you you always go into it like, yeah. mm. you ever you ever gone on a date with an older woman, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, with an older woman? Well, by okay, so, not on purpose. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, she looks twenty something. I would, not, I would say older. With like age comes beauty, ladies. Yeah. So with, <laughs> I, that's all I had to say about that. Do you, have you ever gone and been like, uh? This is not who I saw. Uh, or they come in there's, and they're like, been a couple times. They're like yeah. Jordan, and you're like, no. no. <laughs> I'm too nice for that. Yeah. I, I, I could know right away, be like, oh, this is just a one date type of thing. But yeah. I'll like, me Still being nice. the, the nice person, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy and just like wreck her. And is say, it that you're being walk nice away. or you feel awkward? Oh, it's definitely awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I can fully I, I think understand. I would do the same thing. Yeah. That's just, why don't you do like a, a drink date or something? And yeah, like trying to it, keep it casual. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. nothing yeah. that requires too much commitment where we're like, damn, I got to spend like this obviously right Yeah, several hours worth of like yeah. going on a hike or going on like yeah. some sort of uh, go, hour go long on like a week com- trip to South yeah. Africa or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to like fly people out from wherever to come yeah. hang out with me for a weekend, you know. Yeah. You're not going to be on 90 Day Fiance, like that show, right? Definitely not, Where no. you're like, I am obsessed with this lady. I've never met her. So we've or, covered How to Catch a Predator, 90 <laughs> Fiance. What, we, what else we got? My 100 pound. My 500 pound. Catfish. Not going to be on Catfish because of the, yeah. the, you know, the verification thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely come a long ways as far as like, I mean, 
feel like I've been on it for a while. I've, I've been on and off, you know, I've had a couple of girlfriends here and there, but it's, it's been, especially this past year, you know, being in COVID, you know, it's like, it's literally the only way to meet people now that, yeah. you know, cause I'll, I'll go to, you know, in Atlanta, there's the Beltline. It's like a, a walk path basically that connects a lot of the, the city together and it's very populated, um, just walking up and down and there's bars and stuff, but like you could just tell, you could feel that people don't want to be talked to or, mm. you know, just, um, you know, it, it never used to feel that way. Like you feel like you could go up to somebody at a bar just randomly and talk to them and, and get to know them and yeah. see if you like them or not or whatever. Now you're um, pretty much not even allowed to. Yeah. And it's like, please, it's, it's like discouraged. separate households. Yeah. Yep. If you don't know me, don't talk to me yeah. kind of thing. Just curious, do you, so. on the Beltway, do people wear masks while they're walking around? Or is it It's like 50-50. Yeah. I mean, the ones that are active, that are running and stuff, they don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the ones that are walking, you know, some of them do, some of them yeah. don't. You got to imagine so all weird. this time inside is really just kind of, it, it's, it's bred a attitude, a perspective of like, anti-socialite like um, yeah it's really behavior. depressing yeah where like you feel like these people like i've been inside for nine months straight like th- like this is my life now i can't function normally it's gonna be so awkward when i go to a restaurant with like people yeah. you know like like how do i interact like <laughs> yeah. with other random human beings and yeah. you know i've i've definitely second guessed like just saying something to somebody just in passing just because like i don't yeah. i don't know like i just I feel... even even like a quick compliment like hey you look nice or whatever like you know you get looks like creep dude. don't talk to me yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I i feel socially awkward mm-hmm. i mean i did before but uh like especially after covid um around people like in my own apartment building if i'm walking mm-hmm. past them like if I don't kind of like move more towards the side of yeah. like towards yeah. the wall, I know what you mean, you know, are they going to think or I'm like an asshole being be- in an because, elevator or something yeah. or yeah. Because, uh, at, at the, at the beginning, someone, we went for a walk, Sarah and I went for a walk and, uh, like this lady yelled at, at us for getting too close to her. Yeah. And ever since then I've been like, I got some never know. PTS. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to piss anybody off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, I don't know. I think it's it's extremely socially awkward, especially you know you go to restaurants and stuff too, and you can't. It's really really hard. It's almost it's pretty difficult sometimes to gauge kind of like what their attitude on things are. Yeah. Well, first off, you're in a restaurant, and if you're gonna be stuck up and saying you're too close to me, don't fucking go out to a restaurant. Yeah, it wasn't in a restaurant. It was at a park. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, oh, if yeah. you had a similar oh, right. experience, like yeah. if you're trying to gauge whether or not people yeah. are gonna be okay with it, if you're going to a restaurant you're already compromising yourself with like yeah. contracting COVID. So like, I don't yeah, know, about like a subway okay. where you don't have any other means of transportation. Right. And, That's the thing. We're like, like in, in my apartment building, yeah. you know, people are going to their home and whatever. And it's like, like they, yeah, yeah. They, they ask, true. they ask you to wear masks in the hallway, mm-hmm. which is super weird. It's like, I, to take the trash out, I got to put my mask on. Exactly. Like, Come or, on. Go, or go to my car. Like yeah. I literally I, have to, I forgot my mail in my car. Yeah. And yeah. It's, 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 to me, it's socially awkward going into places. It's weird. Even sometimes when we go to a restaurant and we go to sit down, um, I feel really weird 
taking off my mask right there because I'm like, I just walked to the fucking restaurant with this mm-hmm. mask on. Like, why is it any different if I'm sitting here? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm exactly. still breathing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird because like even before COVID, you always I don't know about you guys, but I always got the sense that people are becoming less and less friendly. Um, mm-hmm. just around, um, just the interpersonal interactions with people that you wouldn't consider your friends. Yeah. Maybe it's just cause like I'm post college. And so after you leave college, it's like, I don't know. It's harder to meet friends. I totally agree. It's like, know. it's, yeah, I had, I had that issue when I moved out here and I didn't know a single soul. And like, if you wanted to make friends and do it the traditional way, you would go out to like a bar or a club or, yeah. or people from restaurant. work. Yeah, yeah. People work. But like, if you went up to a, uh, make friends at a bar it's like you have to flirt with this dude or this girl yeah it's like platonic flirting it's yeah, like hey what's I'm up i'm not Can trying get... to have it sex with weird you that but you're I just... asking for this dude's yeah. phone number at a bar you're... <laughs> and without any like other connection yeah. to this person besides i'm here at a bar and you, yeah. so are you i think yeah. it's extremely difficult to meet people i mean especially for me like i've worked from home for a long time now yeah and and moved around a lot yeah and yeah. that that's a that I literally would have to do that. There's like, there's no other means unless I knew, like when I came here, knew you. So you had friends. Mm-hmm. Now I have other friends. Yeah. But if I just moved here, worked from home still, it would take me, especially during COVID would take yep. me a long time to meet people. Yeah. yeah Cause it, here's how it would be easily done organically is if you know somebody at the bar and they're like, Hey, meet my friend Jake or meet my friend Peter yeah. or like yeah. Ashley. Um, and then that's how you become friends with other, more, make more friends. But yeah. if you don't know anybody and you're just there alone or with your spouse or mm-hmm. a significant other, like it's when you, you move gotta... back, move back to your hometown <laughs> and you hang out with the guys who didn't, uh, graduate, like graduate <laughs> yeah. high school. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And it is what it is, but so. This has been a good discussion, right? Yeah. We covered a lot of topics. We covered uh, a little so bit of many things. With, uh, oh, we're at just over the two hour mark. Two hours. Wow. Okay. Thanks for being on, sir. Miles, any, or Jordan, any uh, final words for the lovely people of the world? Mm, drink more. <laughs> drink <laughs> more fun. water. Right on. More water, yeah. yeah Miles, what do you have water. to say? Um, vote. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're I'm saying that. that because I think this podcast will come out like next October. Yeah, when I'm trying to get this in the midterm early. elections or something. Um, no, uh, nah, but I appreciate you guys. I mean, it's been a while since I've come out to yeah, Denver. Yeah, thanks for coming out, visiting. This we appreciate bar it. slash basement slash hangout room is speakeasy. sick. It's cool, speakeasy. Yeah. in Colorado. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> we know the lucky duck. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, give us a positive review on wherever you're listening. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Trying to hit 100K. Let's do it. Twitch. Um, Yeah, thanks for riding along with us on this journey. Until next time. I'll see you.